Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Another week in 4G Radio, episode 575, 575, October 7th, 2019, 2019. On the show this week, I don't you know, I'm, 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 we had a long conversation before the show started, and I'm just all over the place. I had a, you had a strong. <laughs> yeah, I did. I can't keep track of while, while, while doing a line of coke. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, he sounded like Krusty the Clown. <laughs> Don't worry, Anthony. There's a positive email about you this week. Uh, positive. I can't wait to hear it. It is. No, it is literally positive. Is it positive or is it positive with a sense of irony? No. It's oh, very positive. We'll get to it. Don't worry. But on the show this week, we have Anthony and we have Drew. Hello. Hello. That, what a weird. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I told you I was all over the place. This is a long conversation before the show started. Fuck he's this changing, format. He's changing it up, man. I mean, after 575 episodes, you got to do something. No, you just keep going that's, running in the that's ground. That's true. That's true. I, I just stick to my formula. You know, all these people on the internet. There, there's a question about this on Twitter, like asking us about being one of the grandfathers of podcasting. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? I just I hit go and hope nobody <laughs> says on. anything. What, what, what about being the grandfathers of podcasting? I'm assuming your response is, I really hate all my grandkids. Yeah, I'm disappointed. No, I don't hate them. I'm disappointed. Oh. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Anyway, video games. There's a lot of them happening right now. Uh, some we can talk about, some we cannot. Mm. But... Um, Actually, most of them we can talk about. The the one we can is weird because the embargo is like two minutes before it launches. So, what game is that? Uh, Concrete one Genie. I, yeah. The one I wrote the review for today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. So that's the only, which is weird because I have a game coming out in November that I can do a preview for, so I can talk about it. Which is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Um, yeah, so I have Concrete Genie, so I, like, I'm probably not going to talk about it on the podcast next week, so, I mean, read my review, and if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, and I'll tell you if it's right for you. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what to say, like, I can't, like, I can't answer you, until... You sound, like, you sound like one of those drug commercials where, like, you need to speak to your doctor to find out if Concrete Genie is right for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's, well, <laughs> I talk about it today, right? But I can't. So yeah. here we are. Yeah, it's a. I thought the I thought the embargo was like noon tomorrow. But I had to check four embargoes this morning 
So, there is that. Anyway, Drew, you want to talk about some video games? I know you got a couple biggins. Yeah. Um, I can't talk about Grid, can I? Oh, I forgot to check that one. Holy that shit. didn't come out to the 11th. Why don't you go ahead and talk about something else, and I'll check the... Okay. Let's talk about Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh, yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about that. Let's talk about microtransactions. So, yeah, let's... So I want to be fair and say that I have not even looked at that menu. I have. I'm not reviewing it, so... But you you have played it? Oh, 10 hours of it. Listen to you. Yeah. I wish I had that time. Yeah. Big time spender there. Well, Jeez. it's it's the weekend. I play games on the weekend. Yeah, I, I I don't play video games apparently, but <laughs> um, yeah. So Ghost Recon. Um, it seems like Ubisoft sat down and said, "You know what? We really like the division. Why don't we turn Ghost Recon into the division?" And that's what they did with Breakpoint. Yeah. There's loot. Different different kinds of loot. You can put on different chest piece boots. You can get a boonie. You can get a boonie. You can get gilly legs too. Yeah. So uh and they all have a different gear score to them. Oh they do. <laughs> Here's my thing <laughs> is that this game is still Ghost Recon. Yeah, it's the Wildlands template. Yeah. If anybody has ever played a Ghost Recon game, they know that they try to stick to realism as much as possible. So I get a gun that is really, according to the game, very powerful. Okay, it has it has nice stats. It brings my gear score up. But the gun that I started with. If I shoot somebody in the head, still kills them in one shot. So what's the point of having a stronger gun? So let me tell you about the guns in Ghost Recon, because I, I think I've clearly played it more than you have. You have. I have not played ten hours of this game, no. There are too many guns. Well. You will get a gun to replace your current gun every ten minutes. And here's the problem with that. You Did you know that you can upgrade your guns? Yes. Did you know you can upgrade a skill in your skill tree that lets you upgrade your guns further? No. Which uh, is it depending on the class that you're The classes playing? all have the same skill trees. They just change the ultimate that you get. If you notice the skill tree has 3 classes at the bottom and they uh-huh. all funnel into the same skill tree. So the only difference What's the point is of having a class then. Well, the class has several abilities. So, for example, and I call it an ultimate because I play way too much Overwatch. Um, but every class has their ultimate ability, and what that does is it lets them do something on the battlefield. So, for example, I play assault, and the assault's ultimate is basically I can I can trigger it, and then I can run out into open fire because I take a shit ton of extra damage, and I deliver yep. a shit ton of extra damage. Um, low, it reduces your recoil as well. Yep, and the, and as you upgrade... So basically that class also has a series... So there's three things you can level up in the game. You can level up your class, you can level up your character, and you can level up your gear score. Uh, when you level up your class, you do it by 
completing challenges for that class. And, and there are different levels, and every level has a different set of challenges. When you upgrade that, you get more perks onto that class. So, for example, the field medic uh, earns the ability to self-revive themselves. Right. Um, their ultimate also releases a drone that heals and revives teammates. So that is what the classes are for. And then the skill trees are all the same, but you can follow many different paths to get different things. Okay. There is too much shit in this game. There is. Too much... I played a session yesterday and failed four missions, and you can reset the missions um, if you fail them. And I just said, I don't care. There are loot boxes every five steps. Yep. Unless they're in my face, I don't open them. I do not hunt them out. There's This game is too big. I wouldn't say it's too big. I think it's just littered with too much stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying, is there's too many things to do. Like, if you open the the map, um, it has that Ubisoft problem of having too many dots on the map, but the problem is is that they're not just collectibles. Most of them are fucking missions. Yeah, side missions. <laughs> so you have standard main story missions. You have faction missions. Yep. You also have side missions. Yep. You also have raids. You also have PvP. Yep, there's also the PvP stuff that they keep wanting me to go to for some reason. Yeah, it's been on my screen for like ever. I'm like, I really don't want to play this. Yeah, I think constantly. Every time I go to my menu, it's like, hey, tab over to the left and you can go to the PvP. You want to hear don't the forget, best? we got PvP! Oh, you want to hear the best one? So you know that little thing in the top right that says invite players? Mm-hmm. That stays there even when you invite players. <laughs> So if I have a full party, it's still saying, you can invite players. I don't know if it has, like, I haven't had a full party, but even after I've invited somebody, it just keeps saying, come on, man, don't you want some more people? (laughs) This game is so overwhelming. Like, I can't even, there's a menu just for the missions, you know, where all the evidence shit is. I, I can't even navigate that thing. There's just so many. Yeah, it's so convoluted. You accidentally just stumble into a mission. Yeah. There's been times where I'm just driving, and all of a sudden you're like, you just picked up a side mission. I didn't even do anything. I just drove by something. Yeah. The game also, you can kill the NPCs that are giving you missions. That happened on a mission I was doing once. Did you do it, or did Killer Wolverine do it? Killer Wolverine did it. I knew it. I was talking to him to finish. I didn't know who your partner was, and I knew it. (laughs) I... I was talking to him to finish the mission, and he fucking shot him. And I'm just like, and I mean, to be fair, in most video games, you can't kill the messenger, you know? It, it, yeah. it just probably was like, mission failed, so-and-so has died. I'm like, motherfucker! Did he mean to do it, or did he just... He meant, he, yeah, he did. He was testing the theory, and uh, that theory worked no. out. Why didn't he try it after you turned in the mission? Yeah, well, it was funny because, like, at, at that point, like, that was when I realized, like, I don't even care if I fail a mission because missions are so short that I just don't care. Like, I failed it. Ah, move on to the next one. There's one, like, 200 meters away, so we're good. Yeah. So, I, how do you feel about this game? Okay. Um. So, I may have played 10 hours of it, and it's because this game is the definition of this is a great, hey, let's chat for an hour game. 
Yep, just like Wildlands was. Yeah, I mean, it's literally like I don't care what's happening in the story. The story is so fucking stupid. The story is dumb. Oh my god, it's bad. Okay, so I, I, heard, I forgot Shane was in this game. Yeah, he he is, and it's it's got that <laughs> breath of the like they tried to go for the breath of the wild thing, where like you can literally just go try to kill him right at the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah you, you will can. you will fail. Um, but like. What was the line I heard yesterday? My character was like, this makes about as much sense as a dog in a hubcap factory. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I mean, that statement is true. But, because it couldn't be wrong. But, I, that's, but that doesn't make it right. <laughs> the writing, the dialogue, like, like you can tell Bernthal is like hamming it up and like everybody else in the game is just terrible. Whew. I've started skipping cutscenes because I'm not reviewing it, so I don't care. But also, I just don't care. Yeah. They are bad. But I feel like the game plays fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it feels a little bit like a Far Cry game. Yeah, Just Cause, because, just cause is another one that kind of came to mind. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you see the layout of where you need to go. You can scout ahead. Mark enemies. You can approach it however you want to, guns blazing or sneak around. Uh, it's it, it has that same kind of Ubisoft formula of must many of their games. The only thing I can say that I don't like is I feel like the camera is way too close to the character. Yes, it is. They need a field of view option for this yeah. one. Also, the, the camera controls is are all so kinds close of, to the character. Yeah, and also the controls are all kinds of fucked up. So I know you guys don't care because you don't play inverted, but like you can invert like every single aspect, like your ground vehicles, um, helicopters, airplanes, dr- your drone movement, and like half of them work and half of them don't. So, for example, when you invert the helicopter controls, you know, down is up, up is down. It also inverts the throttle, so forward is back and back is forward. What? And How I'm like, that? I was like, I can't play either way. Like, I have such a hard time playing. That's weird. Yeah, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. This is bad. Why would you make that decision? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's all stuff that feels like it could be patched, but man. This is not a game I would play by myself, like, at that's all. What, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, like, I... Mm. Maybe that's the reason why they keep saying invite players. Yeah, because you really don't want to play this. It's also very hard. Like, the game is designed to be played co-op. Yeah, that game is... It's it. They're still trying to keep that, quote-unquote, realistic feel. Yeah. You take about three shots, and you now have to hide somewhere and heal yourself. Oh, also, we haven't mentioned yet that this is uh, this also brings in the survival stuff. Yeah. So if you get hurt bad enough, you have to manually heal or rest. So you have to stop and bandage the wounds because it will keep you from using guns. It will keep you from sprinting. Sprinting, yep, your stamina. Also, if you sprint and run it out constantly, it shrinks the bar until you drink water. Mm-hmm. You can also eat at the base yeah, with, and give yourself buffs. Buffs, yeah, like you can craft. Yep, a la Monster Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were trying to throw everything in the kitchen sink in this game, and like, it, so many times when we were playing this, 
like we, you know, somebody would ask somebody like, "How do you do this? How do you do this?" And the, just the responses would be like, "There's too much fucking shit in this game." Yeah, they just tried to have way too much in there. I don't know. I mean, it's fun if you got buddies to play it with. It's totally like a hey, let's just dick around for an hour or two and chat. Yeah, do a couple missions, skip the cutscenes, exactly. Roll around in a helicopter and shoot people. That's fun. Yeah. But nah, if you playing this by yourself, dude, don't, don't, don't buy this game. Who are you playing with, Ken? Justin. Just Justin? Yeah, so far. I mean, you're welcome to play with us if you want. I mean, sure. I mean, I need to check out the multiplayer, and I'll be damned if I'm going to play with randos. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's basically the same. It's weird, too, because, like, when you go back to the base, you see all the randos. Yeah. It's just like the division. Yeah. I, I, like, when I, when I made it to the base, I was like, this is the division made over. Yeah. Yeah. And that Looks base... good. Oh, it looks, it looks good. real good. Yeah, they they do a great job on the 4K and yeah, yeah, that's a pretty game. The HD on a, or HDR in that game is real pretty. Yeah, they let you adjust it at the beginning of the game too. Which yeah, is nice. I I like games that are doing that more and more often. I left now. it at default though, so yeah. But um, yeah, I don't I'm I don't know how I feel about this game. I haven't played as much as you have. I only probably put about two, three hours into it. it it's, it, I mean, it is the definition of what I said. It's like a chat game that you play with your buddy, and after a couple hours, you're kind of like, "Yeah, I'm done for this session." You know? Yeah, I don't. I could not play it more than an hour or two, and I would not play it by myself. Like, have ever. you done any boss fights yet? There are boss fights. As far as I know, I I mean, I've, have you guys been doing the story missions? Uh, I think so. There's so many missions. I, I I mean, I fought like heavies, but yeah. like I don't know that they were considered ball. Which, by the way, heavies are real easy when you figure out if you just knock their helmet off, you can get a headshot. Yeah, I know. It's it's not even a challenge at that point. Pretty much, you should always just go for headshots in that game. Yeah. Yeah. It's an instant win. I mean, this it's also the definition of make your own fun game. Yeah. Like, you can do the missions however you want, and sometimes I'll try to sneak in if that doesn't work cool, and sometimes I'll just parachute right into the middle of the fucking base and be like, let's go! Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, I wouldn't be mad if I bought it and played it with my buddies. But if I yeah. bought it to play solo, I'd be pissed. <laughs> Same with Wildlands. Yeah, true, true. Wildlands was Wild, boring Wildlands as shit. Wildlands was a fun game co-op, yeah. but then you play it by yourself for review, like I did, and I'm like, I don't like this part. Well, at least in Wildlands you had those three AI partners that would just murder everybody. That's true. So, like, you didn't have to worry, but in this game, you are solo. You are by yourself. Yep, and it is not easy. They do give you the arcade option, though. Have you toyed around with that? You don't like the easier mode? Yeah. It no. legitimately just makes you almost invincible. So if you want to play solo, you can. It's still not very fun. So let's talk about the thing that Anthony brought up. The microtransactions. Okay. I, I Like I said, I did not look at the menu, so I don't have a lot to say about this. But I did hear they removed some of them. Before. Okay. So I don't know any of that. Okay. But as the last time I saw it, which was the day before release... Uh, the day before official release. So people who got the stupid edition got it Tuesday, to play it early. Tuesday, yeah. I think, and then the official release was on Friday. Yeah, so I played it on Thursday, um, and uh, I looked at the menu because right when you get to that base, there's tons of things you can look at, and one of them is a store. 
Sure. So I went to it thinking, oh, this is where I can buy, you know, new armor, guns, stuff like that. No. This is a online store where you can purchase packages. Uh, and it's there's tons of cosmetics, but they have also stated that there will be purchasing weapons, armor, skill points. Uh, and so... It's. I don't have a problem with this, and the reason why, and I and everybody, the internet just exploded. That's blasphemy, because you know microtransactions are evil. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. I know the whole shtick, but the thing is, and they they said it when you first went to your PvP section because they keep telling you to go to it. That the PvP. Your items, guns, armor, everything does not matter in PvP because it is on a completely level playing field. Nobody has any advantages. Now, I haven't played the PvP, but if they stick to that, that's fine. That means it doesn't matter what I purchase real real money. I can only use it when I'm playing either solo or co-op against the PVE version. I'm fine with that. There's games out there who throw that out there and you can then transfer it to PVP. Sure, you do have an advantage over other people who didn't spend that money. This game, as long as they stick to that, will be fine. But there is a ton of things that you can purchase. Yeah, and I guess I didn't look at it, and it's because I feel like the game gives me so much shit, I ain't got time to be spending money on things that yeah. I, I can't even, I can't even keep track, which by the way, if you're, if, a suggestion, let me bulk break weapons down or sell them, please. Because yeah. holy shit, having to hold the button and then confirm the parts that I got for every single weapon I dismantle can suck my ass. The, you know, the Division <laughs> had a junk button. It did. It did. I haven't experimented enough with this game to figure it out. There is no junk button. Nope. You can, uh, just uh, assign this is junk and this is junk and then say dismantle all junk. I don't see how they couldn't whenever they ha- they published the division. I'm still getting tutorials 10 hours yeah. into the game. Yeah, yeah. My God, there's so much crap in this game. <sighs> I don't know. It's it's fine. It's just it's fine. That's the thing. It's like I'm not I'm not dogging this game. I've, I've seen it's, it's it's unavoidable because you're on Twitter. I've sure. seen. The review scores. And I don't know what I'm going to give it because I haven't put enough time into it yet, but as far as I've played now, which is, you know, three hours tops, I don't see myself giving it a five out of ten. No, it's not broken. I mean, it's an open world game, so it's got open world jank here and there, but when I sit down and play with somebody, I have a good time. Yeah. I mean... Co-op makes everything better. Yeah, most of the time. 
most of the time. It, it made Call of War as the cartel a lot better. Yeah, but then... Well, that's because it's a different game when you play a co-op, basically. <sighs> I mean... Yeah. So I don't. I, I don't know. I, I. You can talk about it more than I can because I. Like I said, I put three hours into it mainly. I'm going to be real honest with you. You've seen about everything I've seen. Probably. I mean, there's. It really doesn't change. Like. I have not flown any type of aircraft yet. So. Oh, I mean that's the best way to get around. Clearly, but no. um, you have to buy the parachute perk. You don't just have a parachute. Just FYI. Yeah. So. <laughs> Don't be trying to jump out of the... So I... Oh, a funny story. And and this is where the make-your-own-fun thing happens. When we first started playing, I had the parachute perk. He did not. <laughs> so we were flying over our mission, and I was just like, See ya. And I jumped out. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of jumping out of the helicopter, he just stayed in it as it crashed. <laughs> and somehow he lived... Okay. Um, and then he obviously had to get out because then it explodes. Yeah. So, yeah. Another make-your-own-fun scenario in, in the break point. There you go. Oh, also, you should probably mention that, like The Division, this game has areas that you should not go to unless your gear score is super high. Yeah, and they, they do a pretty good job of telling you. Yeah, but I've been driving to a mission and all of a sudden it'll be like, you're in a dangerous area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely places you really shouldn't go to until you're a higher gear score than what you are. Which is so ridiculous if, in like, if you think about it logically. Like, don't go here because your number ain't high enough. Yeah. Dude got the same for... gun. I know. And my gun can kill them. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, if I could get them in the head, they're dead. They're dead. But you get overwhelmed by those guys, and then the drones come out, and the drone cars, and all this shit. It's just... Whew. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Can I talk about Ghostbusters? Yeah, it's out. Okay, it's out. So, yeah, Ghostbusters Remastered. Um, so 10 years ago, Ghostbusters, the video game came out, it's coming out again, the end. <laughs> it's, it's, that's it. It's the same game, yeah. It's the exact same game. Uh, I don't know if the multiplayer works. Did it have multiplayer? I couldn't remember if it was that game or a different game that had multiplayer. No, no, the, the, this game had great multiplayer. I had a blast playing the multiplayer. Who did the other know... people play as? The play is the Ghostbusters. But the story is the new dude, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about there's a like a. It's almost like a horde mode. Uh, let me see here. I'm checking the game page. Um, single player. That's all it says. So they removed it. I thought that was a different game. No, Ghostbusters the video game had a horde mode co-op. I must have taken it out. Uh, hmm. I'm looking this up. Mm, Ghostbusters a video game. Ghostbusters a video game remastered. Uh, weird. Wait a minute. Ghostbusters. Oh, that's the top-down one. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Don't look at that one. Ghostbusters the video game. Released in 2009. 
Yeah, it doesn't say on here if it had multiplayer. Yeah, up to four players online, up to four players. Cool. Um, Ghostbusters remastered one player. So, yeah, they took it out. Wow. That is weird. I have a very weird wish that they had figured out how to port the Wii version and and include it inside of this game, like remove the motion controls, because I mean, really, it was before um, the Wii Motion Plus came out, because it's a different game. Yeah, a lot of the Wii games were different games, yeah. It's kind of like, I really wish the Prince of Persia, the Forgotten Sands uh, for the Wii had, had been ported to somewhere else, because it's a very weird, more akin to, um, I say the, uh, just the Prince of Persia reboot that only had one game, in terms of like tone. Yeah. It, it, it just it, like with a with a reissue of Ghostbusters like this, I, I just you know, and then the removal of multiplayer. Like you kind of wish they had done something. Does the game look significantly better? I mean, it looks fine. It looks yeah. like it got a 4K pass, but the models are all the same. Yeah, the models are all the same. No, yeah, they're going to look a cartoony-ish. It's, it's kind of like the, the my Nino Cooney review, which will just be, it's that. The end. I mean, the, I mean quality, when... the quality of the original Ghostbusters game was good because they, they modeled the actual actors and they do their own voices. And fuck, the, the storyline's written by Aykroyd and Ramos. Yeah, it is canon. Yeah, it's, it's essentially Ghostbusters I'm, three. Yeah, I'm not shitting yeah. on it. It's just like I don't understand what's happened recently with the remasters, where they've just kind of literally been like a "This is it." Well, that's be- that's because it's easy, and they can do it in six months, and they can make money off of it. And yeah, then, and they charge way more than they should. I mean, thirty bucks I think is fine for this. It's a good yeah, it's game. Forty in Canada, so yeah, that's okay. Well, nobody cares about Canada. I think we've. Been I know, I, but it, it, you got to understand when I look at a dollar price, that's the price that I see. I'm not doing conversions in my head to. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense because it would be thirty in the states. <laughs> It'd be thirty down in America. Yeah, um, well, Nino, <laughs> Cooney's, Nino, Nino Cooney's full price. Is it so, really? Is it sixty dollars? <laughs> Let me double check that. It is, I think. Um, it, oh yeah. my god, no fucking way. That's and, and the Switch version, Switch version is just, yeah, it's 60 bucks. Oh my god, you, oh, fuck you, Namco, that's, that's so dirty. So, like, I'm, I, like, it, it's Nino Kuni. I don't know what to say. I mean, the game is, I know Drew doesn't like it, it's, it's fine. It's a bad what, game. It's whatever, right, but fuck you. that game... It's a good game. It's no, but no. I bought my PS3 copy brand new <sighs> for ten dollars. I don't. Yeah, no, not sixty dollars for Nino Kuni. It's a fine game. I mean, how shitty is it? Especially that the Switch version is not even remastered. It's just the PS3 it's version. Although PS3. I've heard that there might it might actually be then, but I don't have a Switch, to, and I'm not. I mean, that's oh, oh, ridiculous. That's right. dirty, and that's the reason why. Like when I see Ghostbusters, I'm like. Oh, forty dollars? Like, but like you're right. If if it's thirty in America, that's far more reasonable. It's licensed. You know, we started to get into the. You know, everybody needs their cut. I'm just glad it's out there again. So I'll tell you this because I, I can. You mentioned it, but um, with Ghostbusters, it's it's well written. It's well acted, with the exception 
of Bill Murray. Well, yeah, Bill phones it in. Bill, oh man, he don't. Care. You can t- you can tell he obviously did not want to do this at all. Yeah, and was just like, I'm just gonna read my lines. I mean, you kind of sounded like him from Caddyshack right there. Look out! There's a ghost. A ghost. You know, it's just stupid. I mean, it's it's bad. But when you got like you know Dan Aykroyd, who is like super serious about this, who does a fantastic job in it. Yeah, he's hamming it up. Mm-hmm. They do a great job. Yeah. And it's 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 a good game. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's you fine. Know. It's it's a lot more involved than you think. Like I had forgotten how involved it was. Like how you have to wear them down and then slam them on the ground, and then like, there's a yeah. lot to it. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah, and it's cool. I mean, you got some really cool, like, um, like set pieces and stuff like that. You know, and, you go back to the museum from the first movie or the yeah. library, whatever the hotel. That's what. I'm Sorry. It was the hotel. Yeah. yeah. I like the Vigo painting. and The Vigo paintings making fun of you as yeah, you walk by it. That's, that's so good. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. It's a good one. It's good. I mean, it's it's, it's Ghostbusters again. So Man, Bustin makes me feel good. How about you? It does. I love Ghostbusters. It's one of my favorite franchises. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters, that's going to be an easy review for me. Yeah, it's the same game. Yeah. Um... Can I talk about Grid? Did you ever figure that out? Um, no, it's uh, the eighth, so it's not till Tuesday. Okay. Surprise! Yeah. He has Grid. <laughs> yeah, I have Grid. That's a racing game. Like I, when they announced that, I was like, "Is this a remaster? Is this a new game?" I have no idea. This is a reboot of the franchise. Gotcha. Yeah. So Those this games were always fine. I'm sure this one's fine. Uh, and then I am also reviewing Le Grand Legacy. Le Grand yep. Legacy, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, which is a indie developed JRPG, uh, and it tries to play kind of an homage to the PlayStation One era of JRPGs, uh, to the point where like they even have. Kind of like Legend of Dragoon, where every time you do an attack, you can hit another button to make the attack do better kind of thing. Uh, I haven't got very far into it, probably about two hours. The characters move over like pre-rendered backgrounds, sort yeah. of. Everything's yeah. a pre-rendered background that you kind of just move your character through. It seems okay so far. The story's kind of... And it's it's definitely sticking to old JRPG tropes of, you know... Main character doesn't remember who he is except for his name. He's uh, he starts in a coliseum, gets his butt kicked, and he's a slave. But then gets uh, freed by this guy, and now you're helping him. So he has I, a mysterious past. I bought it because it's it's relatively cheap, and I was like, I'm I'm interested to see what this is. It's twenty bucks, right? Yeah, it's twenty bucks, but it's on sale for like sixteen at launch. So okay. I got it like super cheap, but um. Like, even the CGI intro looks like it was done back then, but has been up-resed. Yeah. Um, and also, I just... I only played to the point where you get out of the Coliseum. I was just looking at it. Okay. The lion that sells you to the guy, he got big head, tiny feet. Yep. Like, super tiny feet. Like, it's it's awkward to look at. It's a very specific problem. Well, if you watched it, you would understand because I, like, I saw the pictures. I, I know. Yeah, he got a little. He wearing like a robe, and he got a little tiny feet. 
This is time. Well, anyway. He boot too big for he goddamn feet. That no shit. I mean <laughs> He gotta buy like boot like baby booties for them feats. Uh but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I, I I I feel like I am not qualified enough to talk about this game yet. Yeah, I don't. I have got a well, I've got a second party member now, and yeah, it's just now beginning for me. So it seems interesting. We'll see how the story plays out because I feel like that's the only thing you can really judge this game for is the story. Yeah, and it's weird that this is kind of one of the first people trying to bring back the PS1 RPG. Yeah. That's a weird thing. So, we'll see. Good. Uh, that's pretty much it. I beat Monster Hunter World on PC. Made the made it to the end of the game. I am now officially ready for Iceborne when it releases in January. God, I still can't believe they haven't got on par with those. Yeah, everything's held back for that one. I did the Geralt, the Witcher stuff. Pretty fun. Well, we'll talk about Monster Hunter in the news in a little bit. Um, if that's it, Anthony, what you got going on? I know you can't right, talk well, about... can't talk about Concrete Genie. Concrete so, uh, Genie! Played more, played more Greedfall. Um, I played the Goose Game, finally. I'm titled the Goose Game. On PC? Yeah, well, don't have a Switch, so yep. I was, I was um, wondering if this was going to be a big reveal that I bought a Switch. No, Epic Game Store. <laughs> I bought a Switch the first game I bought. It was a Goose Game. Um... Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's it's kind of it's dumb. It, it's but it's fun. Like there's it's got I heard like, it's like two hours. Yeah, yeah, it's what I've heard probably. too. If you don't do if you don't do everything, yeah, it's I'm sure I could blast through this game. So did your PC melt when you downloaded the Epic Game Store launcher? No, but it like the Epic Game Store launcher is trash. I mean. If you've been online during a Steam sale and Steam is running extremely slow, you know, like the big summer sale, it's kind of like that, except that you know the user base isn't nearly the same. Well, I don't know. Everybody that's running Fortnite has that. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's it's also not, it's really not a user-friendly device. I, I think it's... They're trying to go for a very clean look, but it just seems very scattered. I like things in lists. Um, and this is kind of just... I don't know. There, there's, It doesn't... It's got... It, it's not a... How do I put this? Um, it's not hopeless, but they need to fix certain things about the store. Um, it's just not as good as it should be. Um, especially for something that's been around. And like... I have no issue with using it. I have issues with the business tactics that they're taking, but I have no issue with the actual store itself. Um, but it was just even trying to get Untitled Goose Game was harder than it should have been. I just wanted the one game. I had to. It, it's not pretty, plain and simple. They, they need to work on that aspect because I know that it was built around Fortnite mostly. Um, they did have it beforehand because they offered um, the remaster of um, oh god, what's the chair game? Shadow Complex, remastered for free, 
on PC uh, two years ago now, I suppose. It, it's fine. And and the, the, that goes for the Untitled uh, Goose game as well. It's fine. It's it's more comedy than there is gameplay, really. Like, the way that it starts up, you just keep honking, and eventually the goose pops its head out of the bush. And it's just very comical. Um, you know, the stuff that you can do is just mean and, and funny. Like, um, I enjoy it. I, I have I have had a good laugh at it. Um, I, I don't think it's worth the amount of emphasis it's been getting on the internet. Like, I don't think it's as good as everybody thinks it is. It's a good game. It's funny. But I feel like any good meme that people are going to murder this and beat the dead horse until you have glue. Well, I mean, it's already got covers from every other game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've liked some of the memes that have come out. Oh, no, goose don't. And it's like... Sef- it's the goose in the place of Sephiroth as Aerith dies. <laughs> like I'm like, all right, that's pretty good. But um, it, it's it's really it's more about the the. Uh, it's like a sandbox basically, that you only have like a few tools to use in. Um, and the other game I played was uh, Ukulele and the blah, blah, blah. I don't remember the impossible what layer. The impossible layer. Um, lots of. Terrible puns, just like you'd hope. Uh, it's a really good platformer. Like, really good. It's been compared to Donkey Kong Country a lot, and I suppose that's because, well, A, it's X-Rare employees, and B, it doesn't really feel like a Mario game, but it feels different enough from a Donkey Kong Country game. Like, the way Yuka and Laylee move together it feels like a new sort of platformer character. Like, you don't feel like you're just retreading, you know, old ground, which is something that, like, I can't believe I'm bringing up his name, Gianna Sisters or Bubsy, um, which are the same dev. Those games feel just kind of like another platformer, and the way these two characters work together and feel, I think they are great. Um... It's very colorful. There's a lot to collect in the stages, and they're hidden well. Um, I, I've really enjoyed the very little I've played with. I haven't had time because I was trying to push out Concrete Genie because I thought, oh, maybe I could talk about it on the show, and I can't. So I wish I had spent more time with Ukulele. It's a lot of fun, though. Uh, it's better than uh, I'd expect because like, Ukulele was good it was not fine. great yeah, it was yeah. fine it had a lot of problems like, it had a lot of problems and this game is very smooth and i realize it's not trying to do the same thing but um yeah it's it's a really good platformer I, I, a lot of people give shit to donkey kong country for reasons i don't fully understand to this day um but uh, this game is fantastic, and I, I, I think it shows off how good a set of developers this team is. So, I can't, I can't uh, wait. I got it pre-ordered, got it pre-downloaded. I'll be getting it on Tuesday. Yeah, if you if you like bad puns and really good platforming, uh, this is for you. I, I mean, really, it's not it's not reinventing the wheel by any means, but um, 
it just it feels so good to play. Just like you know, you're jumping on ropes and holding on, and then jumping off, which is a very Donkey Kong Country thing. But uh, there's five coins to collect in a level. Uh, lots of bee puns. Oh my god! Really, if you really like bees and puns, this is the this is it. There's nothing that's gonna beat this. Beat this. That was bad. I'm right. I'm done. I was just gonna leave it alone. Sorry. Well, you know, I'll, I'll acknowledge it was not, not not good. All right, your turn, Ken. You're oh, up. you're done. Yeah, I haven't played much. I've been trying to pump out uh, Concrete Genie. Just uh, sunk time into that. So, gotcha. Agreed. Fall. Uh, so I'm playing a couple games that are coming out this week. Uh, Indivisible is one of those games. Can you talk about Indivisible? Yes, I can. Tell me about Indivisible. So the other than it's super fucking pretty. It's a very pretty game. Um, one of the things that I liked about the demo that I like about the final game is how involved the combat is. So it is a turn, kind of a turn-based RPG, um, where well, when you when you're in the overworld, it's kind of like a Metroidvania. You go left to right. Uh, you can get upgrades that allow you to traverse to different places. Um, you'll get people in your party that you can swap out. You can have four characters at a time. Each one of them has different abilities. The combat is really what makes this game stand out. So you get four characters, and those four characters are each assigned to a face button. So, you know, like your your characters will uh, have an attack that you can use, and it's not just one attack. It's it can be different attacks based on if you're pressing the the control stick up or down. Um, you also have like a a special move that you can build up, and that special move also de- like depletes when you block or take damage. So you have to kind of manage that. But battles are very frantic because you're managing what each character can do with the buttons. Um, they introduce enemies that require you to do combos. Like uh, for example, one enemy has a shield, and you need to hit them with a down attack and then an up attack to break the shield. Um, and then you'll have healers in your party who you need to make sure you know which direction is the heal and which direction is the attack. And all of this happens kind of like on a timer. And you need to be constantly managing which character attacks, which character... And, you know, the blocking is done with timing. So if you time it properly, you take less damage. But if you don't time it properly, you take more damage. So it sounds like it's a little bit more... Um, involved version of Mario and Luigi. Yes, very much more involved because you're you're constantly doing something, um, and you can actually block per character. So when the enemy attacks, you can press the A button to block for the A character. But luckily, they've made a shortcut that is just the left bumper where you can just block with everybody, uh, which becomes necessary later in the game when multiple enemies are attacking at the same time. So, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's literally every battle is like stressful and I kind of like it because it's, it's knowing what your character is passive. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's like you have to constantly be thinking about what your characters are going to do when you need to heal, when you need to, you know, do something else. There, there are some enemies that can like, if you don't block timing properly, you're going to take like a whole massive damage. Um, and it's just. It's just really constantly keeping you on your toes. And luckily, you can hold down the right bumper to slow everything down to kind of get a feel of what you're doing, but it never fully stops time. So my question now, 
after that is how's the story? It's good. It's whimsical. It's your standard. Oh, I'm this character who is not really ready to fight. Then my village gets invaded and they murder somebody I care about. So now I'm on a revenge trek to go <laughs> okay. kill them. Yeah, it's that story. Yeah, that's yeah. All right. But the voice acting is good, and I like that the oh, character... voice acted. I didn't realize yes, that. Yes, it is fully voice acted, and all of the characters have kind of like a, like an attitude. Like, one of the first characters you get is this witch who will heal you, but also does different damage. And, like, the way that they explain it in the game is that every character that you run into, you pull them into your mind, so they hang out in your mind. Um, And whenever you make it to a save point, you can go into your mind and talk to these people, and this is where you can also upgrade. So there's these little gems that you collect throughout the world, and after you collect so many of them, you can go to these two people in your mind and upgrade. So when you start, you can only attack twice uh, when your timer is up. But as you upgrade, you can combo more. So I think I'm up to three on all of my characters. So now they can attack three times once their, their meter has filled. Um, but yeah, all the people in your mind and the, and the witch that you get early on talks about how it's better in your mind than it was in the real life. It's like, she's very like emo and depressed, but she's like sarcastic about it. Um, and it's kind of funny. Like the characters are really cool. I've liked most of them. So, and uh, as you said, the world is beautiful. It's a, it's a very beautiful game. Like the animation is really slick and it just looks really, really good. There's a lot of little touches, like when you start the game, it literally loads wherever you were, and then when you hit go, there's like no loading, it just goes straight into the game, like I really like that. Um, you can take a quick look at the map by just holding up on the D-pad, uh, and then sh- like the screen will shift up and you can see the map, which is a very Metroidvania style map. Okay. Um, I might pick this up. I mean, it's got a physical copy, so I can justify it. I know it sounds weird, but I can justify it kind of like of closer to full price. Yeah, I think it's 40 bucks. Um, yeah. Which I don't know how long it is. Like, I've played it for like five or six hours, and I, I really can't get a gauge of how far I am in the game. But, I mean, so far it's 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 really a quality game. I'm I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, I'm also playing Trine 4. Um... That game feels like, <laughs> after trying three, they're like, well, that didn't work. We're going to go back to what trying was. <laughs> and that's what trying is now. Um, trying four is uh, is pretty much a lot like one and two. You get the same three characters. Which is funny because all three of them have names. And they've been in four games. And I could not tell you one of their names. Ah, uh, yes. Wizard. The wizard, Thief, and the Knight. That's what I, yeah. that's what I call them. But, I mean, it's the same style of puzzles. You know, the wizard creates boxes. The knight, you know, attacks things. Um, the thief has the rope. And uh, in this game, they have arrows uh, that can change, like, um, ice arrows, fire arrows. The the skill tree, I don't remember if there was a skill tree in one or two. I didn't play much of three, so I couldn't speak on that one. Um, but in this one, there's a skill tree. So each character has uh, a set of skills. And the way it works is uh, you collect two different things. You collect the little, like, pink jars, which I think have been in every game. And you have these meters that fill as you collect XP throughout the world. And when they reach a certain threshold, you unlock a new move for the characters. But then there's also another skill point that you can assign to 
that particular move. So, for example, the wizard can eventually conjure uh, not just blocks, but also uh, like rocks and ball-shaped objects. And uh, one of the perks on his is that he can levitate enemies. So that's that's just a thing that you can get eventually. Eventually the knight gets like a lightning attached to his sword. So it kind of opens up a little bit more. It's not very long. I think I'm on Act 3 of 5, and I've played it for like 3 or 4 hours. So I don't think it's going to be an overly long game. It does have online co-op, so you can play up to 3 people, or you can play it locally as well. If you enjoy trying 1 and 2, you'll like trying 4. Um... But yeah, it definitely feels like they kind of went back to what the first two games were. Um, I also played Mario and Sonic Olympic 2020. Oh, man. Um, I like that game quite a bit. Uh, it's way more arcade looking than the past titles. Yeah, it also has a retro mode, which essentially Wait, makes it's it... It's a storyline. Yeah, there's a story, um, and I'm going through the story, and I like the story, but I have a big problem with the story. These characters talk way too fucking much. Like, the the dialogue in between events can last upwards of, like, four to five minutes. And it just goes on and on and on. And, but when you're actually playing the game... I it, it takes me back to those days of track and field on the NES, especially like the retro mode. Um, and I'm and I'm having fun with it. I haven't played a ton of it. It's not out till November, so my review won't be up until you know late October, early November. But from what I've played of it so far, I'm I'm really having a blast with it. And I like that there's so many events. There's like over 30 events. Um, there's a ton of characters you can play as. Um, once you unlock it in the story, you can go play the retro versions, which of which there's not all of them. Like, not every event is available in retro mode. Um, we also have these things called dream events. So there's some stuff like skateboarding and stuff like that that's not normally in these games. But I mean, just I really re- like that fact because I mean, taking a bunch of fantasy characters and then having them just do real life events was kind of lame. Yeah, and it seems like this time Sega's just gone all out, and they're like, "Fuck it, you want skateboarding? Here's some skateboarding with Sonic and blah blah blah." Yeah, and so far all the events I've enjoyed, except for the like gymnastics one, and it's because I get confused at the buttons on the Switch controller. <laughs> like I'm not accustomed to A being on the right, you know, the backwards buttons. So I'm still, like, looking down at my controller, like, ah, and and then I fail. Just because I'm not used to where A and X are on the Switch controller. Hmm. It's it's confusing, because you've, you know, I've played so long with the Xbox controller where A is the the main button, like, directly bottom middle, and now the A button is on the far right, and the X button is now at the top. It's, It's just... It's weird when your brain's trying to think about it in the moment. It's it's complicated. Um, I downloaded the PS Plus games, but I haven't played them yet. Uh, free copy of the show 19. That's pretty rad. That's a great game. Yeah, that's that's a great that's a great PS Plus game. Um, but I did subscribe to PlayStation Now. 
So they, you know, I'd always said that I think it's an interesting service. I want to try it. But for the price they were charging, it's just not worth it. It was 20 bucks a month. And for me, that's just an insane price to play to pay for that service. Um, but they announced a new pricing structure this week, and it's now ten dollars a month, or you can buy a year for sixty dollars. So I snagged one of the year subscriptions, and I gotta say it's it's not bad. Um, but also, if this is like your first foray into game streaming. It's not going to give you a whole lot of hope that that's going to replace video games. But you can download the PS4 you stuff. You can download right? the PS4 stuff, yeah. but I'll be fair, I didn't subscribe to this for the PS4 stuff. I subscribed to it for the PS3 stuff. Because you guys know this from having to do it for Phoenix Down, but dealing with the PlayStation 3 OS is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> The store. I the think it's fine until you have to go to the store, and then yeah. it's a nightmare and well, a half, and you might as well just have. You just might as well kill it. Right well, there. let me let me tell you the other problem with the PlayStation OS. Hey, you want to play that game? You got to update it. Yep. You got to download this patch. Oh, it's done downloading. Now you got to wait. Install it. Yeah, fuck that that shit sucks. I know. So on PlayStation now. You just pick the game. You say, I want to stream it. It sits there for a couple seconds, getting everything set up. And then it goes right into the game. Got no issues with having to install patches. So I tried a plethora of different games. um, And I will straight up tell you that I will never play a fighting game streaming. Have you tried? Yes. So how is it? You can feel it. Yeah. You can feel it really bad. Um, so would you try Street Fighter? Mortal Kombat 9. Ah. Uh, so I booted that up, and I got into a match and started playing, and I was just like, wow, I can feel every single like frame that I am missing here. Yeah. It just it does not feel good. And again, you know, I'm not I'm not a stickler on 60 FPS for video games. Like, I don't think it's necessary for most things. But for fighting games, if you're not running at 60, we, I can't fuck with you. I I just can't. So, and it's definitely I think PlayStation now caps out at 720p, 30 frames per second right now, and that's fine for a lot. Of, I played Metal Gear Solid 4. That felt fine. Mm-hmm. I forgot how stupid the intro to that game is with the TV channels you switch through. Um, I tried Motorstorm Apocalypse. I wanted to ra- I wanted to try a racing game. That was fine. There were a couple hitches here and there, but it seemed fine. Um, one thing I will say about PlayStation Now is you cannot fuck with that library. Holy shit, dude! There's like over 700 games in there. It's crazy. What, so they they only go as far as PS3? Well, they've got a bunch of the PS2 games that were on PS4. Okay, sure. So, like, most of those are in there. Like, the Dark Cloud games are in there. Uh, a couple of Star Wars games, stuff like that. Uh, those are in there. But any direct PS2 games? No. And I think if Sony is smart, eventually they'll get PS1 and PS2 native games in there. Because um, if they don't, they're missing out. Like, that is the thing people want. Uh, but we'll see if that ever comes. But for 60 bucks for a year, it's hard to say that that is not a good deal. 
Especially now that they've announced that they're putting like newer games in there, like God of War is in there, Uncharted 4 is in there. Apparently those are only limited time, though, which I think is weird. So, But no, I, for that price, that service is okay. If you've been paying 20 bucks a month for this service, I would be pissed. Because it is not... I mean, if you're doing it for the PS4 stuff, fine, because you can download it. But the streaming portion of it, it, it does not leave a super great impression. Like, it's passable, but it is not how I would want to play a game if I could avoid it. So. Um, and I think that's it. I was trying to think if I played anything else. I did, but I can't talk about that one. I'm playing a Knight's Quest for the Xbox. Think of it as uh, basically it's Zelda with a moron as the main protagonist. Um, I mean, it's, oh, yeah, 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 it's literally Ocarina of Time, but with a stupid character with headphones as the main character. Okay, when you say I don't, oh, I, um, I can't ask you that question. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's it, I think it's out next week or something. I don't remember, but I played through the first dungeon of that, so I'll talk about that next week. I think that's it. Um. So let's talk about what's coming out this week. <sighs> it's a big week. We've got uh, Slabwell, the quest for Ketkin's alpaca. Sure. <laughs> uh, a Winter's Daydream. Another sight. Bibby and Tina at the horse farm. I swear to God, that's what it's called. Oh my God, what is happening in this world? Is that a text adventure game? <laughs> I don't know. It's a PlayStation 4 game, so whatever. Uh, Concrete Genie, uh, In Between, Indivisible, Infectorum, Monochrome Order, fucking Pool Nation is on here again. <laughs> uh, okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, root Letter, Last Answer. That's a visual novel. Super Box Land D-Make. The Alliance Live HD Remastered. It's a 3DS port. Uh, the Bradwell Conspiracy. I don't know what that is. Trine 4, The Nightmare Prince. Trine The Ultimate Collection, which is all four games. Tropico 6. Worse Than Death. Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. That's pretty good. Uh, contraptions. Stilatum. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess a Night's Quest is out on Saturday? Or Thursday. So that's out on Thursday. Uh, Mistover. River City Melee Mock. Spirit Hunter NG. Aterno Blade 2. Uh, Frostpunk, the console edition. Okay. Grid. Yep. The Bard's Tale 4 Director's Cut. Wonder, Wonder Song. Wonder Song? Wonder Song. Uh, Atlas. Remember that game? The pirate no. game from the Ark Oh, people? God, that, yeah. Yeah, no. that's out That's out on game preview this week. Save your money. Uh, Draw a Stick Man Epic 2. Okay. Uh, Debris Infinity, which I think I sent everybody on the site codes for that game. <laughs> Do y'all play it? You didn't send me one. 
I did. I sent you one. Yes. Debris Infinity? Yeah, I said, remember I said, here's a free game, and you said, thank you, Daddy. Oh. <laughs> I never downloaded it. Oh, my God! It's fucking Geometry Wars. You should play it. I know. Thank you, Daddy. That's the most uncomfortable. That's what he always says when I send him a game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lost Artifacts Time Machine. And. Uh, right, I have to preface that because it, I have to do it. I do no. it in Carl's voice. Because there's that time where uh, Carl shot his foot off and they put it on his head. And uh, he's on like these horse tranquilizer pills. And Frylock says, uh, You can stay at our place until you get better. And he says, Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> And he lays down into a, uh, a pile of ants. I hear a lot of justification. <laughs> that's that's what I always uh, say. Yeah. That's what I always think whenever I put it. No, um, that doesn't come across in text. In the, it just comes off weird. For some reason, I always hear it in the car voice. Like, Thank you, daddy. Thank you, daddy. Thank you, daddy. Uh, active Soccer 2019. Uh, and Twin Cop. That's that Van Damme movie? Yeah. With Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, what was the... Time Cop was what it was called. That's what time it was. Cop. Cop. Sorry. <laughs> the only good twins th- mixed up. <laughs> the only good thing about that Van Damme movie is that there's a video game, and the video game's bad too, but the music for it's pretty good. Best thing David Cage ever did. I don't know. Van Damme, man. He was great in that Expendables movie as the villain. I enjoyed yeah. him that. He's kind of good in everything. Yeah. Have you ever seen the weird biopic that's not really a biopic about Van Damme? I heard about it. I've, I've not seen to. it. It's where he's like stuck in this um, bank and the bank's getting robbed. And he's Van Damme, but not Van that's, Damme. That's, uh, it's, oh God. Um, Jean-Claude Van something. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Every time I hear his name, I think of VCDs. You remember those? Video no. CDs? Basically, they were DVDs before DVDs were available. Because his name looks like it says VCD when he, when he just does the JVCD. Yeah. I always think of uh, Rob Van Dam. I, I don't watch wrestling. But you knew who it was. I knew he was a wrestler. I didn't know what mm-hmm. it, who he is. I think... <laughs> I don't know whether to teach my kid at school, but every now and then he'll come home and he'll start talking about John Cena. I, he's he's popular with the kids. I, I know, but it was like he, he, something the other day. He was like, "Do you know what time it is? It's time for John Cena." I was like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "I am too old for this." Wait, wait until he says, Dad, I want to watch wrestling. I'll be like, well, I'll go watch it in your room. <laughs> you have to subscribe to the WWE no, Network. No, I will not. I will not pay for that trite in my house. AEW's on TV. Watch on TV. <laughs> Man, you had the Krusty the Clown laugh today, too. And it's my favorite that, thing. I, listen, I don't know what's going on. You need That's so how nice. you need to do it from now on. It's like... <laughs> Let's go into the Switch this week. Do you want to know that? <laughs> what games from five years ago? A bunch of visual novels. Well, actually, not five years ago, Anthony. Let's go even further back. Well, oh. 
Okay. Double Switch, the 25th anniversary uh, edition. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah. That's coming to everything eventually. Not Xbox. None of those games have come to Xbox, by the way. Yeah, well... That's because okay, everybody then. hates Xbox. I know, it's fine. It's fine. It's the it's the least favored plastic box. It's okay. That's because it sucks. It does suck. It's terrible. I don't know why anybody would play games on it. That's stupid. It's not made in glorious Nippon. <laughs> I mean, it's all made in China. It's <laughs> well, yeah, it is, they all are. Crazy mini golf arcade, junior league sports, uh, Winter's Daydream, Aldred Night of Honor, Asphalt Nine Legends. You remember those games, Asphalt Nine? Those were mobile racing games. Nope. Yeah, they're not good. I remember. We got Battlestar Galactica Deadlock. Burger Time Party. Yes, the Burger Time. Okay. Uh, Call of Cthulhu, the official video game. Dodge Hard. Sounds like a Leslie Nielsen movie. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Dodge uh, Hard. Reventure. That's pretty good. That's the game I was talking about like a couple weeks ago where it's the puzzle game every day you wake up and you have to get to one of the endings. Ah. It's, uh, yeah, it's humorous. A lot of the stuff we've already mentioned, uh, we also have BDSM, Big Drunk Satanic Massacre. Yeah, I saw that. Corpse Party Blood Drive. Those are those uh, creepy booby games, right? Yeah, it's just a horror visual no, no. novel. Yeah, horror visual novel. It's not necessarily booby. Have you seen... I want you to Google Corpse Party. For me, real quick. I've oh. seen Corpse Party. I, yeah. I remember it, it has some people. weird stuff in it. It's sure. got it's got some. Sure. Uh, we've got Duped, Family Tree, Little Briar Rose, Mabel in the Wood. It's finally making its way over to Switch. Midnight Evil, Monochrome Order, Pocket Stables, Pocket Stables, Pocket Stables, Queen's Quest Four, Sacred Truce. Secret Files, Sam Peters. There's still Secret Files games being made? Holy shit. What's the Switch? I mean, it's the Switch, dude. Everything comes to the Switch. What one is that? Secret Files, Sam Peters. Sam Peters? I wonder if that's related. Oh my god, it is. Oh, there you go. It's coming to Switch. Secret Files, like, Tunguska was, like, the big one, and I didn't even know they made... Like, I thought there was only, like, three, and no, there's another... Oh, published by Deep Silver. There's a f- uh, Valfaris, which I'm actually interested in that game. That game looks cool. Valfaris. Valfaris. Like okay. a like Is a side scrolling like metal. Yeah, the metal like Contra game with a sword. Yes, yeah, that looks awesome. I want to play that. I um, saw a video of uh, the guy head banging. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I'll play this game. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, Doraemon: Story of Seasons. It's Story Here, of Seasons, starring Doraemon. Here's a game that I, I was reminded of a couple days ago, Drew, and I think you're the only one who will remember this with me. Earthfall. Okay, yeah. That's coming to Switch this week. I, I mean, don't play by yourself. No, but it's weird that that game just kind of came and went. Uh, it, <laughs> I reviewed that, and I thought it was okay. It's a, It's a... It's a Left 4 Dead ripoff. It's it's funny that in this day and age, you can't just be okay. 
as a video game because otherwise you're yeah. forgotten in like a week. Yeah, no. You have to be giant and be full of RPG elements yeah. and published by Rockstar. <laughs> that's that's really the only way you can be successful. Microtransaction cosmetics. I've heard so many people mispronounce it now that I just want to call them Michael Transactions. Uh, Michael Transactions? Michael Transactions. Yeah, I... <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I I vote that from now on we call them that. Okay, I'm fine with that. I've heard so many, show. I've heard so many people call them that that I that's what I want to call them now. Michael transactions. Right. Uh, and then Killer Queen Black is also coming to the Switch this week. Killer Queen, that like an old game. It's a fighting game that's mm, been around. It's a for... multiplayer. It's like a four player multiplayer game. Oh, okay. It's it's been it was like an arcade cabinet that would go around to conventions that people would talk about a lot. It's essentially the wind jammers of this week. Oh, it's like a game uh, that is really good that everybody loves that has never been released somewhere else. So, all right, a little bit of news going on this week. Um, it's happening. Rockstar is making their own uh, installer. Right, there was a reason for that. Right, Asuka's Red Dead Redemption Two. Coming to PC in November. Okay, but so, I, okay. I mean, like, Adam have their own installer. Well, I mean, they do now, and all their games. Well, are on there. I'll tell you the reason why is I bought Grand Theft Auto Five from Green Man Gaming uh, because it was who on sale. Gave you, who gave you a Steam code? <laughs> no, that's the problem. They gave me the Rockstar version. So what ended up happening was is that like I ended up buying it was dirt cheap so I wasn't too worried about it but um Grand Theft Auto Five for the PC again on Steam because like I do sign into the Rockstar it was like its own installer and then I had to sign into Rockstar and it was just a nightmare and a half so I'm at least glad if they have their own installer program that contains all of their games together that's better than having like a bunch of separate installers that. You have to log into each time to download, and ugh, it's a nightmare. I got I got unfortunate news for PC players. Everybody going to get their own installer, just like every TV station is going to get their own streaming service. So if you want to play games from specific developers, you're probably going to have to download a different installer. Everybody wants their own money. At least, at least an installer is better better than having to pay for. 14 different streaming services. You would think that, but I've seen more people with vitriol over installers than I have for people with streaming yeah, but services. Like, it, it's a bit different when the installers are, 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 are you know, siphoning on. Well, I'm not saying you're wrong. You know, I'm not backing it. Like, if you were putting money into, into, like, Netflix invests into their own programs, as Amazon Prime, as does HBO. Like, all these companies put money into their own products. Um, are, their issue was that they didn't do that. They just bought content. That's shitty. Especially content that's been shown off on a different store. I'm just saying. People are going to complain about it. I already saw the Rockstar, when they announced it, a bunch of people were being like, Oh, this way to come to Steam. Okay. I'm like, uh, Never comes to seem, uh, so whatever, enjoy. Whatever. Anyway, uh, Iron Man VR has a date. It'll be out in February. How about right? 
Monster Hunter World is getting another event. Uh, this time it includes Resident Evil's Leon and Claire. Yeah, that looked really cool. It's such a weird thing. I mean, why not? Uh, sure, had, Mega Man's in it. They had the Witcher. Mega Man was in it. Remember, he was the Palico. Palico, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fine. I think it's cool. I mean, Capcom was always great when they lean into the stupid. It's, it's fine by me. Yeah. And when you run, you run like a zombie. <laughs> And they've replaced the handler, the really annoying girl handler, with Mr. X. <laughs> sure. Sure. It looks so stupid. <laughs> uh, Return of the Obra Dinn has a release date. It'll be out in October for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. A game I think anyone that likes puzzles should play. Ingenious. Ingenious game. Nintendo has finally caught up with the rest of the world. There's a new Super Mario Maker 2 update. Guess what it adds? Multiplayer. The ability to play online with, with friends. friends. Right. I knew it was something to do with Again, we forget that that was not an option at launch. Yeah. Also, they added the ability to create in handheld mode with buttons. Instead of just using the Joy-Cons and touchscreen. Huh. Uh, Blizzard has outlined what you get for virtual ticket for BlizzCon. There are two Overwatch skins in it, Drew. Yeah, I know. World of Warcraft, Genji, and Symmetra. Illidan, and I don't know the other character. I don't know World of Warcraft, so I couldn't tell you, but, um, you know how much that ticket is? Uh, it's, uh, 60 bucks, 70 60 dollars. Yep. I don't care enough about... You know what I'm mad. You know what I'm upset about the. They did the the Sombra skin last year, the yeah. the Demon Hunter, and they said Demon eventually Hunter. it would be available in loot boxes. It's still not available in loot boxes. No, no. I'm not happy I don't about think that. It ever will be. That was a cool skin. It was a cool skin, but no, that's uh, okay. Also out this week, we forgot to mention this: the Terminator T800 joins the fight in Mortal Kombat 11. Did you play as him? Yeah, you play as him. What do you mean? I mean, did you play as him? Did you try him out? He's not out yet. Oh, I thought he came out this week. No, he's out Tuesday, tomorrow. Oh. Tomorrow as of the airing of this. So, And that's for season pass holders. He's... I love I love how Sonya Blade gets a costume that makes her look sort of like Sarah Connor. He calls her Sarah Connor in their intros. Yeah. So, Sarah Connor. The, like, best, oh. the best line, I watched a bunch of the intros. So the best the best interaction is between him and Baraka. He comes out and Baraka's like, "What did Johnny Cage tell you to call me?" And Terminator goes, "One ugly motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> the voice acting on the It's Terminator. bad. It's really bad. It's 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 better than um Sonya Blade still. That's I mean that doesn't take embarrassing. a lot. I know it doesn't take a lot, but that, that's it's... nothing compared to you see that sub zero skin. Oh boy. Yeah, what's, 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 that's that's bad, but it's not a full character. It's a skin. It's free and too. It's guy, and it's free. Uh, uh, it's bad, it's in, it's dumb, but I also think that that's kind of the point. Like my issue with, with the Terminator and Sonya Blade are like, hey, someone to do this, and it's not good. And, like, there's better people that can do, like, there's people that can do a better Arnie impression and literally should have stayed with the original Sonya Blade voice actor from the last game. Like, 
right. But, Are uh, you ready to I talk? Do like, I do like the finishers, and I like the fact that skin off, and he's just the endoskeleton underneath. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm excited to play as him. Um, it'll give me an excuse to boot up Mortal Kombat 11. They put out a big patch this week uh, that changed a bunch of the stuff in the back end that nobody cares about except for people who play it regularly, and I, I think there's a lot of good changes in there. Um, and a new character is always fun because it gives me an excuse to hop back in and unlock a bunch of stuff for him, and that game is still great. Probably my best game of the year. But let's talk about the big news of the week. So I, I texted Drew when this happened, and it struck me as really weird that on a Monday... You're messaging me, too, yeah. Yeah, that on a Monday evening, Sony <laughs> just... Yeah, Sony just drops a tweet that says, we're sorry Sean Layden is leaving the company. Like, just out of nowhere. Yeah. It was such a weird thing, and I guess some people dug into it this week, and he wasn't the only person to be let go. Um... And sources inside of Sony are saying that they are very, very nervous about this console launch because they're, from the reports that I'm reading, is that they're coming in very hot, and it's because they're trying not to be less powerful than the Xbox for the narrative. To the point where they're going to wait as long as they can to see if Xbox will put their specs out so they can one-up them. And I guess there's a lot of disagreement between the management at Sony... And that's one of the reasons he was just let go. It's it's weird. It's I don't know. It's uh, it's a small price to pay to get that decrease in price of PlayStation now. Yeah, it's weird because like they like immediately they sacrificed him. <laughs> yeah, and then they put out the statement saying, "Oh, PlayStation now is cheaper." Sean Layton's mm. gone, but PlayStation now is cheap. And then, and then some one of the guys from the Japanese division is retiring, which yeah, is the, kind of the, odd timing too. Like, yeah, really, two a, higher ups are just kind of piecing out before PlayStation Five. And I mean, I guess it makes sense because, like, if you're going to leave, leave before you commit to another generation of a console, but. I don't know, it still felt weird, because he didn't tweet about it, There, I don't know that he still said anything at, at this point, and they drop a tweet at like 7pm on a Monday evening. Yeah, I mean, that's 4pm, uh, 4 or 3pm their time. Yeah, like, Pacific time. But that's like, still not the end of a work day. No, and there's no fanfare, and, no nothing about it, you know? And like, if he had announced that he was moving to a different, like, if if... I was saying to Ken, like, if he came out and say, and this is not happening, but if he came out and said, like, I'm moving to Xbox or Nintendo or even another, like, a Stadium uh, or something. company, yeah. yeah, I could see why Sony would drop him right there. Um, it's a, uh, you know, you don't want to ha- give them time to either steal secrets or uh, sabotage what's there. And it's unlikely that. He would have. It's unlikely adults would usually do that, but I mean, you know, someone has in the past. Sure. So that's the reason why they would let him go uh, just like that. But he hasn't said anything. No, he still hasn't. No reports. Like the only thing that I saw the last time I checked was um, I checked his Twitter, and he someone had thanked him for uh, the team from Concrete Genie actually. 
had thanked him for the support uh, that he had given them over the years. That was it. Like that was the last <laughs> thing that he had he tweeted them a heart back. But you know, it's just kind of odd that uh, he's gone. And then again, the gentleman from the Japan division is also just like, "I'm retiring now." Like that's really bad timing. I think the best meme I saw from this was somebody posted a picture from the Game Awards where Reggie, Phil, and Sean were on stage, and then and they're Sean and fading away like fading, uh, like from the, Marvel the Marvel characters. Yeah, like I was like, damn, uh, that's, yeah, that, that, that's like too real, man. Yeah, <laughs> Reggie uh, just got honored with uh, some Lifetime Achievement Award too. I'll be real fair with you. I don't like the replacement for Reggie, and. I'm sorry, but Sony has never had better than Jack Tritton. They haven't. Nope, Jack yeah. Tritton was the man. You know, it's weird because I see Jack Tritton and I go, this guy's trying to sell me like a piece of shit used car. And still, I'm like, I got it though. I'm going to buy that fucking I'm going to buy that car. piece of shit car, baby, because Jack Tritton's <laughs> selling it to me. Look at that suit. <laughs> <laughs> Jack was the man. I miss Jack. If Sony was smart, they would send him a whole bunch of money and bring him back. Now, would, pers- yeah. personally, I, I I joked about it, um, but um, God, I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember the name of the character right now. Um, Kevin Butler. Kevin Butler. Yeah, I. You know what? Bring him back after fucking up his acting career because they said like you're stealing the character, even though it was just him. Um, bring him back and have that be the visible. CEO, vice president, whatever of whatever, and have him do your press conference. I okay. never understood why you force an executive to stand on stage awkwardly. Yeah, no, it's it's a bad look. Like few people can pull it off. Reggie was the best. Phil's all right. Yeah. Phil's pretty good. Sean was okay, but Jack was the best. Jack was the best. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's the big bulk of the news. Um, now I'm going to read an email. That's entitled, A Little Anthony Appreciation. Okay. (laughs) This comes from from Chad. He says, It's pretty common to criticize and ride Anthony, especially when he reacts. But folks usually don't highlight the things he does well. So I just wanted to take a moment to point out something about him that I really appreciate. Anthony has been participating on Phoenix Down's Year of the Bad Game for the past nine months. And although he can be overly negative at times... I can tell he put a lot of thought into his criticisms. Most importantly, though, he always does his homework and research about the game being played before showing up on the podcast. I think that background information can sometimes be more interesting than the player impressions. He knows he has quirks, as we all do, and can be pretty self-deprecating, but there is plenty to like about him as well. Accentuate the positive and don't get too discouraged. See, I told you. Yeah, well, you know what? I can't, I can't. I don't know what to expect. Thank you, Chad. Um, I can't. I don't know what to expect on this podcast. <laughs> you would have introduced if it was negative with us, with a hint of sorry. Sorry, if it was positive with a lot of sarcasm, you would have presented it the same way. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're <I'm> not lying. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I'm not stupid. I know. He also says, "I got a few questions for you." Topic number one, how come nobody's talking about the the Wastelanders DLC for Fallout 76? Isn't that supposed to redeem the game and come out at any minute? 
Dude, I haven't reinstalled Fallout 76 since the last time I gave it a chance and an NPC for a quest wasn't there. One of one of the few times I feel like it's been worthwhile, or at least worth my while, to go back and play a game that has apparently been fixed was No Man's Sky. Yeah. But, like, they really sold you on why it was worthwhile to come back. I don't know what Bethesda's doing, but nothing as of late has sold on any of their products, let alone to come back to one that is broken. It's weird, because Bethesda could do no wrong there for a while between The Evil Within 2 and... Um, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein and Doom and... Like, it was, it was hit after hit after hit, and then the last two games that we've got from them are that Wolfenstein game that was not very good and Fallout 76. Yeah, I mean, the VR one I'm not including. Yeah, that thing is like two hours long, and it's not great. Oh, really? I reviewed it, and it's not great. I, I, You know, and the worst part is, is like, even before, like, you know, they had Doom, they had, and I know it didn't do as well, but they did the Dishonored 2 and um, Death of the Outsider, and, um, oh, God, uh... They did the Wolf 2 uh, DLC that they didn't, didn't put out. Oh, they did Prey. Like, they did... It was hit after hit, like you said. Like, the, I think their biggest blunder to me was some of the choices they made in Fallout 4, but it wasn't stuff that was... made me lose faith in them as a publisher and developer. You want, and, you want to know uh, what it was? What happened. It's, it, I can tell you, I mean, they went from making single-player games to not making single-player games. All of their single-player yeah. games were great. And then Fallout 76 and Wolfenstein, the and, new... And remember that big uh, uh, thing they did? At... Yeah, advertising single-player single game. games. Yeah. And then they make two multiplayer games, and guess what? They're, they're, they're your two most revered and, games. And and I think the issue... Part of the issue with Wolfenstein is that they set it with the two twins. And I know there's other issues as well. But... When does the next Wolfenstein take place then? Probably. It's either non-canon or it's saying, like, it doesn't matter because the Nazis are still going to be, like, uh, you know, you they painted themselves into a corner with a spinoff. <laughs> we want Wolfenstein 3. That's what everybody's waiting for. Yeah. And um, I know that, I know that, um, I know that it wasn't uh, just a uh, machine games that did that Wolfenstein game, but it's just that's what people want. So when you go, here's a spin off, like yeah, that's also gonna, you know, put a damper on the mood. Yeah. Uh his second topic is which of the following game ideas interest you the most? A a game from a perspective of a cat inspired by Stephen King's cat's eye and in the style of a quantic dream game. B a game from the perspective of a dog inspired by a dog's purpose and in the style of Don't Nod's Life is Strange. C. A modern cinematic reboot of John Carpenter's The Thing in the style of Tomb Raider crossed with Dead Space. Well, that third one's already my option. <laughs> you've, already, you've already answered it. That yeah, one. I just I, came. I yep. still gotta say D. Uh, an asymmetrical PvP of The Thing in the style of Friday the 13th or Predator where The Thing is frequently masquerading as the other players to systemically take them out. That they, would be cool, too. That would be cool. Here's my issue with that that last one. All of asymmetrical PvP games are not fun? Yeah. 
Typically, yes. yes. But I can. <laughs> so a big a big portion of the thing that video game uh, is the testing of people, um, for, for like with the uh, heat needle, right? Um, yeah. And that's a big portion. That would have to be a big portion of that, and then people would just stop one to do it. Like it would be very quick to find out who which one of them's the thing. Hey, let me stab you with this needle. No, I'm good. <laughs> Like, okay, it's pretty quick to find out. And then, like, if you have voice chat, right? Like, I'm not going to be able to <laughs> pretend to be someone else. I just saw your DM. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He sent us both a DM on Twitter, and I'm fucking losing my it mind. Was the, it was the um, the Michael transaction. Made me think of... Do y'all... Boy, y'all... Your noodles or microwave them? <laughs> I know. I picked up my phone to look at Twitter for a second. And I lost my mind. Oh my god! Uh, boy, y'all, y'all, y'all boy. your noodles or you Michael wave? Michael wave yeah. them. That's, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, it's, there's there's. You can't do certain things with the thing that you can do with other um, horror properties for uh, asymmetrical multiplayer. Um, you'd be... I don't know. The, the closest thing you can get is like the assassin multiplayer. Oh, yeah. I remember that where the people would hide out as NPCs and stuff. Yeah, you hide out as NPCs. I mean, they sort of did the watchdogs as well. Um yeah, I, it, that would be too difficult. I, I, I'm, I'm still option three or C or whatever. Okay. I, I mean, I think well, everybody's I on board game. with the this because I did you ever play the thing game on PS2 and Xbox? I did. It was okay. I, yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's the Xbox it's, it's version. A long. Well, the Xbox version ran like dog shit, which was weird back then. But oh, really? uh, the PS2 version was PS2 really good. Ver- the PS2 version's on a CD as well. Yeah, it is, which is weird. It, a lot of people couldn't play it because you know that PS2 didn't like CDs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, topic number three. If you had a magical weight loss weight loss pill that could make you all buff without dieting or exercising, but it gave you chronic flatulence, would you use oh, it? Oh God, that's an easy answer for me because I already have chronic flatulence. I I, I, I know the easy answer because I'd waste away to nothing. Sorry, <laughs> chronic rotten flatulence. Not just chronic flatulence. I didn't. I figured that went without saying. I mean, I already have that, so. <laughs> wow, I know how you eat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's all from my diet. I get it. I don't care about being buff. You don't want to be buff, Drew. Not particularly. Yeah. And and if it's implying that I have to lose weight to be buff, I don't have the. Well, you'd have to gain weight to be. Yeah, buff. I'd have to gain weight. So the pill doesn't work for me. Yeah. Well, okay, so it makes you fat and then buff. How's that? <laughs> Packs on, no. packs on like 75 pounds for you. The answer's still no. <laughs> uh, he says, that's it for this week. I have another series of questions that pertain to hypo- hypothetical game DLC modes, but I'll save that for another time. Oh, man, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, Mookie sent us an email with a message to the podcast. It is a YouTube video, so I will have to watch it. Um, God. And get back to that. He tweeted me saying that he sent us an email, but I didn't realize it was a video. So, um, we'll get back to that, Mookie. I need to. I need to watch that. 
because I don't want to do that on the show. That's bad. That's a bad podcast. Um, Blue Apple Blue says, as the grandfather of video game podcasts, are you proud for the current state of video game podcasts? No, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> Which dev we team? Not, we, we are not the grandfathers of video game podcasts. Yeah, no. There's a couple that were around before us. Um, I mean, yeah, we have been around there a very long time. Too long. I would, some would say. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, really, we really jumped the uh, the shark when you added me. Nah, they did it with me, John. No, let's be fair. Let's let's just be frank. Let's right up front. This show died when Gambus left. That's fair. That's true. I mean, that was the day was, the music died. Yes, the the minute that he was gone from this podcast, this podcast stopped being relevant to the world. So. Uh, which dev team would you rather get stuck with on a deserted island? Which dev team would make you swim away from the island to the shark-infested sea? I didn't know if there was going to be choices listed out. Nope, just says, which dev team would you rather get stuck on a, with on a deserted island? I mean, at that point, I'm not worried about what games they can make. I'm worried about, you know, getting, getting off, off the island. island. Yeah. I, I could tell you who would make me swim out right away. Kojima's Hodeo Kojima, yeah, yeah, just uh, just him, just hang out yeah. with him. I'm sure, I'm sure the developers of those games. I don't know, man. They might treat him like God. They may have to, or otherwise, Papa Kojima could fire me. Which dev would make Pulls you swim gosh. away? <laughs> which which dev would make you swim away to the shark infested? Well, that was, that was yeah, that's that's Kojima for me. The one that would make me stay. I don't, I don't know, man. Miyamoto, just hang out with Miyamoto. Well, you know what? You're right. He does sound. He does. He like sounds like a delightful him. little man. I would. Yes. I would hang out with him. Yeah. I'll tell you somebody who lies straight out of his teeth, but I like hearing what he has to say. Is Peter Molyneux. <laughs> he can keep you entertained okay. at least for a while, right? He keeps you entertained. He will tell yeah. you, "Hey, I, I'm working off this island. We're gonna we're gonna build a boat. I've already got people working on it. St- the the dog is gonna remember you. <laughs> if you and plant then... a tr- if you plant a seed, it'll grow. Yep. You just turn to him and go. That's how fucking seeds work. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then you show up and and the boat's supposed to be ready to to leave and it's just a log sitting in the water. And it, so, do you know the history of how he became a game developer? Who, no. Miyamoto? He, no. Peter Molyneux. Peter Molyneux. Peter Molyneux. He basically stole computers. They had him mixed up with a, like an actual like other company, and they sent him the computers, and he just didn't say anything about it. I swear to God, his whole, his whole career is built off of lies. Okay. I don't remember. He's it was a like heck a couple... liar. Sorry? He's a heck of a liar. Oh, yeah. I really like the... I still love the... Uh, the account Molodew. Oh yeah, yeah, still around. Bullshit. Yeah, he does stuff now and then. Some really good bullshit ideas for video games. All right, last tweet. Well, not the last tweet, but the last in this series from Blue Apple Blue says, "Hearing how you don't care and will support Jeff Bezos, none tax-paying company made me question if you belong to the bourgeoisie or proletariat. How do you say that? Bur- okay, bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. There you go." 
Um, you dude, a bunch of things I don't understand. What the what the way it's spelled, Drew? I don't know that you could pronounce it either. Bourgeoisie and the proletariat are like the higher class. Okay. The 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 rich of the rich. What's the thing in Ghost Recon when you make a camp? I had to keep saying that the bus of I don't remember how to say it. Um, anyway, are the workers at ZTGD allowed to go to the bathroom? Do they hold it or use a poop bucket just to achieve a review per week quota? That's a I use a poop bucket reference. anyway. I was going to say, with like all the reviews I have out that have been out for like a month, I certainly don't jump people's shit. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> the reviews I put out are my shits into a bucket. <laughs> well, I think uh, Jay's been working on Astral Chain for like 31 days now. <laughs> True. Like that I game is not... I Yeah, you got Catherine, one. which we had before release. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Catherine. Yeah, that's, that's an old one. The, the funniest thing about Jay's Astral Chain review is like Nintendo's been basically pumping out a game a week, right? I've already reviewed the two games they released after Astral Chain. <laughs> True. Oh, I love Jay though. I'm not giving him a hard time. Uh, I am. Get those fucking reviews in. <laughs> God damn it. Mighty Mookie says, finally finished The Witcher 3 after 150 to 160 plus hours. Holy moly. I feel like I want to make another run, but I feel like doing Gears 4 and 5. Wow. That length of Gears of War 4. Bummer. Is it short? Is that a good <clears throat> I, I don't I, I don't have a problem with a game to be in that length, because I'll tell you what, after 15 hours of Gears 4, I was done. Like, the game's fine, oh, okay. but... Yeah, alright, got it now. I wasn't sure what the complaint was. Now I understand. Yeah, a lot of people... Uh, some people still like to have, like, 40, 50, 60 hour games, and I'm just like, dude, I ain't got no motherfucking time for that. No, I don't either. Blue Apple Blue, quick hits. First game reviewed. Go. Way out. <laughs> um, for ZTGD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for ZTGD, it was Academasia. <laughs> I remember that. What? Yes. Yeah, it's horrible. Academasia. When you're, when you're yeah, the I, new I guy, it, I read it on the show. When you're when you're the new guy, you usually get a shitty game to start with to see if you know you you really want to do this. And I gave yeah. Drew some yeah. PC point and click game. I think is what it was. Uh, it wasn't a point and click. It, it was a reading game. Stat management. Yeah. That was my first one I reviewed here. Uh, the first game I reviewed for EvolvedGaming.net, which no longer exists, was Silent Hill Homecoming. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't remember because it was in 1998. God. I don't remember what the first game I was. Something on the PS1 would be my guess. And it was a very bad review. I'd almost guarantee it. Yeah, I'm sure. Very bad because it's written poorly? Or oh, absolutely written poorly. I w- dude, I was... Well, I don't know. I was just asking a question. I wasn't trying to criticize. I was, I'm 19... just curious if it was... 18, the music 19... is awesome. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Um, had difficulties... I don't, I don't know if I understand that. Had difficulties. Had difficulties reviewing? I guess. Okay. Uh, sure. Let's go with that. Bloodstained. 
couldn't play it. Yeah, I had to review that. Thank God I bought a copy. You know, I tweeted I tweeted about that the other day. There has been two games now, two big games. There's been plenty of games, but there's been two very large games that I put down because of issues that I have not gone back to. One of them's still not fixed, and that's Borderlands 3. Yep. Yeah, I'm not playing that until it's fixed. And I'm not either, and I'm like... Well, I don't have the time, so like me, it's like I'm not going to spend time. I'll play it. I'll play it. If they never fix it, I'll play it. I'll play it eventually. Just I'm... Hmm. Call of Juarez, the cartel, the disc was scratched, so I couldn't play it? It's funny, because like, <laughs> Matt had the same issue with his... And he's like, I can't buy it because it's been removed from the Xbox store. Yep. And now it's back on the Xbox store, conveniently after we've done the podcast. <laughs> Fallout New Vegas. Oh, I remember that. There was a key. Oh, at launch? There was a key yeah, that disappeared, a, uh, right? That game. Uh, no, well, no, no. I got locked out of New Vegas, so yeah. I couldn't complete any of the main story quests. Oh, man. I, I had that game crash on me a thousand times, and I just stopped playing. Um, longest to finish. Like the longest game to beat? For a review. For a review? Had to be some kind of JRPG, I'd imagine. I've reviewed a few of those in my time. Uh, I will, alright, I'll put it this way. So, I, this was back in a row, I was still caring about my job. Um, <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalur. <laughs> I got that game the day it came out. Ken gave me a code for it. And in three days, I put probably 20 hours into it. <sighs> Holy shit. By the end of that review, I was so sick of Kingdoms of Amalur. It was a great game. I loved it. Gave it a good score. But I never wanted to look at it again. I, My answer is probably wrong. Like, it's probably... But Days Gone... Yeah, that Days game Gone is... started to feel like it was forever. So even if it's not the longest, it's so long. Can't actually no Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm looking through my reviews currently. Dragon Quest Eleven is probably the longest, but Dragon Quest Eleven doesn't feel long. Days Gone feels like it takes forever. I stopped playing Days Gone because it was it, too long. It, dude, it's it's and I like that game. I think it was a good game. It's a good. Sh- it's a it, like the controls are good. Like I felt like the sh- fantastic. The stealth worked really well. But oh my god, that game just doesn't end. Yeah, it it's doesn't. Like, it just keeps like more. when you think it's coming to the end, it opens up a whole new fucking world. I thought I hit the end, and then it went on to a third piece of the world, and I was just like, I can't. I can't <sighs> yeah, anymore. I can't. I can't. I tried. It. I even tried to finish it past there, and then. How about I, I write my review. Totally Hate? A, a game that I reviewed that I totally hated? I reviewed Aquaman on the GameCube. That might have been the worst thing I'd ever played. That's a broken-ass game. Yeah. It, it was made by a developer called Funny Funky Chicken? Funny Chicken? Something like that? Sure. Um... I know that another running sort of joke with me is that I hate a way out, and I do because I think it was like I wouldn't have hated it had everybody not saying it praises as if it was a great game. Um, I'm trying to think here. I'm looking through quickly. I, I know that like there's a couple games that I've had that are really boring. <laughs> That like, happens a lot, though. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. I've got. I'm, I'm just quickly 
pulling them up. Um, Generation Zero was really boring. I, I really can't say I hate it. I hate, um, like I said, it's just boring. Like there's nothing to do in it. Um, I I hated Decay of Logos. Um, that game should have been better. Uh, Left Alive was bad. Left Alive shouldn't have been that bad, but it was bad. But Nippon Marathon is definitely the worst piece of shit I played, and I, <laughs> I even wrote <laughs> Kusoge. That means shitty game in Japanese. <laughs> that game was bad, bad. Oh my god. Anything from you, Drew? Gene Rain. Yeah. <laughs> Gene Coffee Rain is the worst game I've ever reviewed. It's a pretty bad game. All right, it's, how about it's probably the worst game released in the last decade? It's pretty bad. How about most most loved? I'm on that one. You you know what you know what the most fond memory I had was when I got Breath of the Wild early and got to play through it before anybody even knew what it was. That's probably my most fond memory of reviewing a game because I just could not stop playing that game. I loved it so much. I think um, I think back to the games I gave tens to, but in retrospect, I think some of those games you know probably didn't deserve a ten at the time. I thought they were. Yeah, I mean that happens. Um, but a game that I gave a ten to that I think still deserves a ten, and one that I absolutely adore, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight is a really good fucking video game. Shovel Knight is one of the best games I have ever reviewed. You know, it's funny because I think three different people reviewed that game on the site and I think everybody gave it a 10. Everybody did. That is crazy. Yeah. Me, yes, you, and music, Dave all gave it 10. Visuals. I can't blame you. Yeah. I, mean, I think Shovel Knight... Shovel Knight. The only reason why Shovel Knight seems like so ugh is because he's been in everything... Yeah, he's oversaturated now, and I, and I get that, but th- when that game came out, it was literally what we all wanted from our childhood of Mega Man and Metroid and stuff like that, and it was just it was just perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, mine, well, Resident Evil 2. Yeah, that game's uh, so I good. Mean, I got to review I still can't believe I got to review like, and just the experience. Um, my first 10 was Unravel 2. I, I still stand by that. It's it's what a wonderful little game that is, um, yeah. and then two that I didn't give tens to, but I, I really did enjoy was Anima Gate of Memory. That that game's lovely. I just it's not it's not a pretty game, like even the story's not pretty, but um, I I really love that game. Like it's it's a lot of fun. And then the weird one, and I know still is weird, is Dead in Vinland. I, I love that game. Just sitting there and trying to manage resources as the story plays out, and I'm exploring the island a little bit more. It was a really good game. The only thing that really brought it down for me was just how much was based on luck and how the luck didn't feel correct. Like It didn't feel like a real dice roll. It felt too skewed. Um but uh, they went and fixed that. Like the, the dev fixed basically everything and added DLC to it. Like they did everything I complained about. They fixed, um, and then they brought it to Switch and stuff. I, I love that game. That was very early on. All right, the final one: Ashamed and won a race from ZTGD. Oh, I wonder which what that'll be. Like the what music. review of ours? Yeah, the re- review that you've written. The music is awesome, Drew. Yeah. 
I only want it removed because you just keep bringing it up. <laughs> you can remove it, but I'll never forget it. No, I know. I, I'd never remove anything anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything I would remove. I, I feel like... I mean, those, some of those early ones, like, you know, Academasia and Zentia, which was the second game I reviewed. I think the first big high-profile game that I reviewed for the site was Dead Rising 2. Oh, my God. I think. That was a long time ago. Yeah. I I don't know if there's anything I'd remove either, because, like, I don't get the time back. It'd just be a remove. Um... Yeah, I, I, I stand by everything for the most part. All right, moving on. Um, Broccoli, I want to know. Hey, crew, what are some of y'all's favorite adult beverages? I've been really digging Japanese beers and hard cider lately. Keep up the great work, fellers. Are we talking like beer of choice kind of thing? I mean adult beverages, you know, whatever's an adult beverage. Do you, what mean, do you drink? Because I, I, I'll be real frank. I don't drink anymore. Um, but when I, I, I shit, I am I am two steps away from being a teetotaler at this point. <laughs> I I actually have quit. My wife has quit. Like we do not have alcohol in this house. But when I did drink, it was always a nice Jack and Coke. That was my jam. Yeah, I, I was. Go ahead, Anthony. Uh, as I say, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. Was not a drinker until I was 19, which is like. Uh, didn't really drink heavily until I got into like my last year of college, and then I stopped drinking after a really bad experience, and then I've never been able to drink since. I, I can drink a beer. That's about it. Um, I prefer a cider, but even then, I can't really drink anymore. I drink beer every once in a while. I've got beer in my fridge. It's been in there for probably six months. So the nice and skunky? Yeah. Skunk beer. Uh, uh, I used to be big into um, White Russians. That was my, my mixed drink of choice. Um, yeah, beer now. I, I, I do drink a lot of local, like, craft bre- brews kind of thing. Hipster. A little bit of a hipsterish. No, I mean, the, the, the local scene here, and especially in Athens, Georgia, they've got, like, four breweries now, all of which do fantastic. Local breweries have really good beer. Yeah. I also go down to take risks. Yeah, when I'd go up to Boston, like, that stuff is just, those local breweries were very good. I, the reason why I stopped drinking was I mixed Fireball, which is already a bad start. Yes. Um, with, uh, white rum and vodka. Vodka's always the, the, the killing joke, right? Like... Yeah, vodka I'm allergic. The, so the vodka, vodka is the only bad experience I've had with alcohol. Was vodka? I'm I'm allergic to vodka. It makes my face feel like it's on fire instantly. Yeah. So, all right. Dustin has some tweets for us. Demon Souls came out in North America ten years ago. One of the most influential games of last generation that you still see its influence today. One of the greatest games of all time. I would love to see a remaster since a lot of people missed out on the game that started it all. And I'd think Blue Point Games should remaster it. Um, it's kind of funny because if you saw Wombat's Twitter today, he tweeted out the picture of the disc that we got yeah. back in the day that says PlayStation, <laughs> the PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2 disc, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's crazy to think what that game has done to a generation of games. Like we Demon literally... Souls was a, was a very interesting, very 
it, you know, experimental. Nothing, experimental. Nothing had ever been made like that before. Yeah, it was from Software's big breakout because they'd done a ton of games before that. Yeah, and none Stuff of them that's had like that. Yeah, like core. Kingsfield was very much like Dark Souls in first person. Um, Armored Core was very niche and just did not us, catch on. Let us not forget the great steps for Eternal Ring brought us. Oh, Eternal Ring was a bad video game. I know. Whew. I remember you saying, like, I can't wait for a bunch... I think it was you a bunch of people to go back and play Eternal Ring and try to say it's... I, I, I would laugh at people going back and trying to say Kingsfield are good games because those games are not great either. Kingsfield is a good game if all you've played is dungeon crawlers from the PC. It's kind of like that. Otherwise, not great. Yeah. Uh, finish Control. It's a shame all the cool shit <clears throat> is in all the side missions late in the game. If you stick with the main story, you miss out on so much. It's weird. Uh, there's no boss fights in the main story besides new enemy types, but it seems most side missions end with one. And 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 that's how I reviewed it because I did I explored all of it. Um, there was very little I ex- didn't explore before writing my review, and for the most part, I had gotten right up to the boss fight, and then I, like I had to go on. I was like leaving the house for vacation, so um, I knew what was there. Um, but yeah, it is kind of disappointing. Like all that stuff is hidden off to the sides, but I take it in because it's part of the game. So yep, uh, that's one of those games that I literally would just go back to and back to because I was having so much fun in that world. Uh, anyone playing any horror games this month? I usually try to play one from my backlog, and this year I'm leaning towards Fatal Frame Two or Amnesia: Dark Descent. Both are great games. I think Penumbra, if you have it, is something... It's not the best game ever. I think they did it better with Amnesia. Same team that did Amnesia did Penumbra, and those are some really interesting games if you've never played them. But other than the stuff we're doing for Phoenix Town, I don't... Yeah, I don't... I can't think of one that I would want to play this month. Like, there's nothing... I'm not a big fan of the, the hiding horror games. Like, I know Drew and I played Soma for a video, and I really kind of petered yeah, I watched out. all those. Yeah, I petered out on that game. I just, it's not really my jam. I noticed because the video stopped going. Yeah. We were close to the end there, too. We were very close to the end. And, but yeah, those, and that seems to be the horror theme now is the whole run and hide, like Alien Isolation and Amnesia. And it's just, those kind of games just don't really do it for me. Uh, I prefer, like, Resident Evil-style games, and I've already jammed through Resident Evil 2, like, three times this year, and I don't have time to play it again. So... And it's weird, because we're not getting a lot of horror games out right now. Yeah, that is weird. Um, I mean, the only one, and it's not even a true horror game, is Luigi's Mansion is out yeah, at the yeah. end of October, but... I mean, that has its startling moment. Sure, but it's I, not like a traditional you're right. horror game. Yeah, I... I... I'm not going to... I don't have time to go back to my backlog and play it. Really I could try to give Blair scary. Witch another shot, but I've heard I, a lot of people don't really care for that either, so... Next year, when uh, I'm not doing... stuff, Maybe I'll write about it, maybe I won't, I don't know. But, um... I, I have never... I've, I've, like, I've started Silent Hill games, so I've never... And I have two and four on my Xbox my original Xbox, and then I have unfortunately 3 as part of the HD collection. 
Um, but I have the I have Homecoming and and Downpour as well. So I'd, I'd love to play those and and actually experience them. Um, Homecoming but, uh, was made by the Collective, which I really like as a developer. They made that Indiana Jones game on the Xbox, and they also did the Buffy. Uh, I have that on PS2. The okay. Buffy games. I would never have played them. They're very, very good. Okay. I mean, I, I know I it's... I enjoyed Homecoming. Yeah, the Collective is a good developer for third-person action games. They really are. But I, I have a bunch of horror games, is basically what I'm saying, that I'd love to play. Um, I just don't have the time. Yeah. Um, Silent Hill is a, also... is a weird series, because there are really good games in it, and there are really bad games in it. I really want to play 4. The Room? Like, I know a little bit, yes. Because I know a little bit of the story, and that concept is more intriguing to me than 2 or 3s, which yeah. are, I, I realize are sort of more well-regarded. I, I also have Silent Hill. PS1 on my PS3. The first so. Silent Hill is a hard game to go back to. Very hard. And yeah. we'll, we'll try. And worst come to worst, if I'm really hated, I'll. I, I want to play the. I really want to track down the Wii one. Um, oh, I remember that Shattered, Shattered, Memories. Shattered Memories. Yeah, that was a good. Shattered game. Memories is great. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. I'm. Uh, I've been looking for a PS2 or a Wii copy of it. Um, and while I can burn a PS2 copy of it, I, it's a pain in the ass to burn stuff. Um, I'd buy it if it was available, but it's not. Um, so, and I can't find a used copy. They're just not super common. So, um, why do switch ports bother you guys so much? If it ends up being an inferior version, who cares? If that's the only way they can have access to that game. I think it's awesome. They have that option. It's not, it's not that people, it's not that people shouldn't have access to switch. Ports. It's the demand that stuff be on switch. That is annoying. It's also annoying that they charge more for a lesser port just because it's on the Switch. That's bullshit. That's not okay. Like, that is to defend that, and I know he's not, so Dustin, don't take this the wrong way. It's to, there are people that defend that, and that's also dumb because we don't defend corporations. They're not your friend. Um, charging more for a lesser item is bullshit. And again, Asking for everything to be on Switch? Sorry, like, deal with it. Like, it's, 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 it'd be no different to, to me, it's no different than asking why Mario is not. It's not. Deal with it. Well, for me, well, it's, it's another thing that really irks me is, like, people get upset when, like, Xbox players ask for stuff, but they don't get upset when Switch players ask for stuff. And it's like, I get, yeah. I get the business sense why the Switch is like, I mean, you want your game on the Switch. I mean, that thing is is super hot, and everything on it is going to sell. I get it. It's a business decision. But people defending it, like Anthony said, it's just going to annoy the piss out of me because Nintendo don't give two fucks about you. They want your money. And, and like, it, it, again, it's it's not an issue with people playing the ports. I'm not ever going to be like, you're playing it on the Switch? Yeah, I like, don't give a shit where you play your I don't games. give a shit. Play it. Enjoy it. Um, but also don't... Don't tell me it's a bad game because you chose a lesser version of it. You know, like yeah, you can criticize it. Like, like if you picked up Bloodstained and played it on the Switch and it's a poor port, don't tell me that the game is bad because you chose to pick the version that's not going to run as well. Knowing so, we know that the Switch isn't going to be able to run stuff. Is does it excuse some of the issues? Absolutely not. But like, 
there there's this weird cult mentality around the Switch. The Switch that core. is yeah, switch hashtag switch core. Um it's not pleasant to look at or deal with in the slightest. It's no but it's uh no worse, I suppose, than the Sony ponies and the Xbox fanboys. Xbots? Xbots, yeah. We gotta have and, a name um, for all of them. Come on now. Yeah, I, for, I didn't remember it. Um, but it, it's it's more apparent than anything. Again, no issue with people wanting stuff to come to the platform that they play on. I totally understand. That's not the issue. The issue isn't that people are also playing the ports on the Switch or that they sell better. Um, the issue is that every time you see something announced and it's not... It, like There's no Switch logo on it. Look at the comments. When is this coming to Switch? If you have the other console, if you actually want to play this, you'll buy it on there. So, like, don't say, oh, well, I want to play this, but it's not coming to Switch if you have another console. thing. I get it. But for the most part, it's not. Most people have two consoles. Yeah, most people don't use the Switch as their main console. Yeah, but I can play it more. Okay, but still, but if you really wanted to play this game, you'd make time. It's the same when people defended, I had someone defend, like, I'm finally playing Darksiders. And like they're like, it's now that it's on the Switch, it's like this game belonged on there all along. And I'm thinking like, no. No, well, I have more time to play it. You had ten fucking years to play Darksiders. <laughs> if you didn't choose to play it in that ten years, that's on you. Well, yeah. my lifestyle. But you played other stuff. You played other stuff. Don't tell me that there's a ten year gap between you playing video games and the Switch coming out so you could play video games again. Bullshit. Yeah. It's it's the it's the weird like I've never seen anyone talk about a console like it's the coming of Christ. But here we are. The switch is the switch is revitalized gaming. That's annoying. Yep. But I love listen, I love the idea of it. I'm glad people play it. Uh, there are people that only have the Switch, and I'm really glad that they get to play games that are ported to it. Um I would hope that you choose like if you really wanted to play The Witcher, you have done so by now. But if the only way you're going to be able to play it is the Switch port, like, go for it. Yeah, more power to you. I will never play that game on the Switch because, no thank you. And avoid just, avoid Bloodstained. And that's just my choice. Yeah, Bloodstained's still broken on the Switch, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah, so don't don't buy that. If you want to play it, do, do anything else but. But, I mean, otherwise, like, unless a game's fully broken, I don't give a shit. What's the most useful thing you have received from a pre-order or collector's edition? Mine would probably be the Samurai Sword letter opener that came with Sekiro. Uh, if you pre-ordered at GameStop, that item is pretty useful and sweet. Oh man, I couldn't even tell you. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's something I've used a ton that came with something that was seemingly stupid, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, because like mm. I didn't get my hat from my like my Watchdogs hat from the Watchdogs box. That doesn't count. Um, hmm. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, there's been stuff that's like editions that it's, I. Truthfully, you know what it is? It's probably a USB drive because I didn't have one. I don't know. Yeah, like I, I'm not. I I don't buy a lot of collector's editions, uh, and if I do, they're usually for like a soundtrack or an art book, and I suppose those count, but they, I wouldn't call them necessarily useful. They're just nice yeah. to have. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider this. And Ken's made a fun of me with it before. Uh, but I, I got a shirt. 
It says Brink on it. Oh, the Brink shirt. No. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't wear it now, but... Remember when we played that game? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, remember that? I was really excited for Brink. Yeah, yeah. And then you weren't excited mm-hmm. for Brink 10 minutes into it. Mm-mm. Very sad. <laughs> All right, now it's uh, free to play on PC. Uh, who cares? Dustin wants to know, we we couldn't get through a whole show, could we? What was that accent Tony was using last week? Is it that is that how he wooed his sister? <laughs> I don't remember accent? the I I I legit. Well, okay, well he's got week. the he's got the laugh this week, so we're we're Yeah, wrong. well my my voice I blame it all on my speech impediment, which I do actually have. Um so me just making up bullshit. Started watching Neon Genesis Evangelion for the first time. I was wondering when the lions show up. That, that's a good uh, question. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think there's. We need Ryan. We need Ryan to do some dialogue from that and just put it over the anime <laughs> clips. <laughs> oh man! And his last tweet says, "Indivisible looks really cool." Anyone reviewing it? Yeah, rewind about an hour. We good? Okay, listen. Hold on. Hold on. I can't believe I'm defending Dustin. I can't believe it. What? Don't. Don't say rewind an hour. It was funny, Anthony. Anthony. It was funny. Saying that, like, <laughs> you didn't hear it. Oh, God, I hate you so much. Don't, don't make me break out the Pee Wee laugh. <laughs> oh, no. But it, well, what game were we playing? Was it Halo? I can't remember what game we were playing. I think it was Halo Pee-wee. 4 we were playing, and you just you lost it. You just kept yeah. going. I just kept going. <laughs> 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 uh, I make buckies. I just try them. I just try them. Oh, I know you are, but what am I? Uh, okay. I'm looking for the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> My bike, oh. Francis. Oh, Mr. Fantastico says, what, what does the shakeup at Sony mean to the leadership changes? Top guys leave and major policy changes happen with crossplay and PS. Yeah, we forgot to talk about that. Sony opened up crossplay to every developer now. Yep, they did. I don't know what's happening. Sony's getting crazy. Sony, Sony's shaking things up. So the question is, do they become more user-friendly or do they revert? As soon as the new console comes out. I mean, we have to wait until the new console is launched to even know the answer to that question. I mean, yeah. I, I very seriously doubt Microsoft's going to change what they're doing because they're in last place. Oh God, they no. kind of have no, they're, to. They're done. Yeah. So, does this mean Sony's like, hey, we're still the good guys here? Maybe that's the approach they have to take. I feel like they're doing that to get into the good graces of people because they're about to drop a bomb on some people. That's another thing that could happen. It makes me very scared. Yeah. I don't I don't want Arrogant Sony because I'm going to be frank with you. Arrogant Sony produces the least interesting games. And you know what? These last few years, they've made some really fucking great games. What are you talking about? They have The Last of Us Part Two coming out. Yeah, but that's still a PS4 game. It doesn't matter. It's just it's the best best thing ever <laughs> Microsoft can't do that well no nobody cries over characters in Microsoft no no Blinks the Cat is the <laughs> good Microsoft game. I cried when Blinks the Cat came out I mean it was for a different reason 
<laughs> Boy, did you ever play that sequel? No, I didn't know they made one. Yeah, there's a Blinks. It's times. very different. It's a different You don't play game. as Blinks. It's a... Um... Not timed. <laughs> it's more of a just a 3D platformer, sort of. It's, a it's actually game. not a bad game. No, that too. It's, and it's not easy to find, because I was looking for a copy. You know what game is I... really hard to find on the original Xbox? Sneakers. Remember that game? That's the mouse on the cover. And it was only available at Toys R Us. I've never... Pl- what is it? What, what type of game is it's that? It's like a little platformer. Oh. It's not great. Good? I bought okay, it. Well, then I'm on, I'm on it, was, it. It was one of those It was one of those things It's like, it's only available at Toys R Us, so it was like back in that time when it's like, oh man, I gotta get that. So I went to Toys R Us and I bought it, and I came home and, and I cried again. So don't tell me Microsoft products don't make people cry. Because <laughs> they've made me cry. You went out and bought something because it was exclusive to a company. Yeah. So does that mean you went out and bought all the Burger King games? I did. Who didn't? Drew. Everybody bought those games. I have. I, all ne- I have never played one. Oh my god! Two out of three of them ain't bad. Which Which two do you think? I like bad? I like Big Bumpin'. That is essentially like air hockey, and it's fun. And I like Pocket Bike Racer. I think Sneak King is terrible. Sneaking is funny, I'm sorry. It's funny, but <laughs> it plays badly. Is... It's a bad video game. What if <laughs> What if Splinter Cell slash Metal Gear Solid, but you played as <laughs> the Burger King? Trying to give people ring... fucking Burger... croissants <laughs> and coffee. Yeah, it was, uh... it was breakfast croissants. <sighs> that game. I still, they yeah. were $3 with a value meal. Of course I bought all three of them, Drew. I didn't. I didn't buy any of them. Those games sold, like, millions of copies. Yep. I know GameStops were over-flooded with them. Well, of course. I don't even know why people traded them in, though. What were they worth, like, 50 cents? Something like that. I mean, they were $3 they were, they were to start with. Yeah, but then they only give you, like, 20% of that in cash. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't really get a Whopper. You could trade all three of them. You couldn't even buy a cheeseburger. What's wrong with this world? We need the Burger King games to come back. Remaster those, you cowards. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> they made the Doritos you know, games backwards compatible. They did. They did. I'm, it's, uh... What about Yaris? Oh, God, not Yaris. Uh, they deleted Yaris from existence. They like, did. They I, got just... some, I got some achievement points in Yaris, and it pops up, and it says, Unknown Game. Yeah, because nobody wants that game to exist anymore, and for good reason. It was terrible. Yeah. I think it everyone was. should look up. You know how there's a Yo Noid game? Yeah, for the Genesis and, or actually Nintendo as well. Yeah, it's original uh, NES. Um, somebody made a fan sequel called Yo Noid Two, and it looks like a PS One game. Hell yeah, and it's dude! Kind of neat, and everybody should look up the speed run from uh, AGDQ from like a couple of years ago. What, it, like, sort of like I'd actually play that if they brought it out. And Pepsi Man. You should make a lot of this. Cool spot. Pepsi Man was a bad video game. Let's not talk about Pepsi Man. Without it, we wouldn't have Temple Run. I don't care. <laughs> you can keep Temple Run. I don't want Pepsi I, Man. Cool spot goes to Hollywood I have on the side. Well, the cool spot games are fine. Yeah. They made Chester Cheetah games, too. You know that, right? Yeah, those yes, were bad. You know what game I heard is the best of them all? 
Check's quest. Yep, they've just re they just made a new chapter or something like that, or they're making a sequel. Yep. Yeah, it's just a Doom clone, but another one that you should watch on uh, AGDQ. I think it's like ten minutes long. I watched the AVGN. How about that? I mean, his newest episode on Trespasser is pretty good. It's got Gilbert Godfrey in it. You should watch it. I haven't watched any of his videos in a long time. They're good. They're still good. I'm sure they are. I just. I... I don't have time to do anything now. All right, let's get out of here. One more tweet. Mr. Fantastico says, Tell Drew one of my friends was in the gas station parody stealing sandwiches. Shameful. Does that hmm. mean something? It's the gas station encounters. Oh, there we go. I didn't know it had a yeah. name. Yeah, that's the name of the the, what, the YouTube channel's gas, gas station encounters. Gotcha. And they do some parody videos every once in a while. Like topical stuff, like they had one where the Grinch came in and stole a bunch of stuff, and they had one where the uh, the Night King showed up. <laughs> okay. it's, it's, it's stupid. It's, it's they they make they make fun of themselves. So yeah, okay, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that is all for the show this week. If you want to tweet at us at M4G Podcast, you want to shoot us an email, Mookie. I swear, I'll watch the video before next show. Uh, it's a podcast at ZTGD dot com. Uh, want to follow us on Twitter? Uh, Anthony is at NTRSKT. Drew is at DMF here. I am at ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content. And Phoenix Down is in the house. Y'all just played Perfect Weapon. What is next? Up next is Too Human. Oh, that game's alright. That's what I think, too. I loved listening to your guys' episode this week trying to figure out the name of Bioforge. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All I knew was, dude, who was Android. You know what? I was with Anthony. I was like, he's talking about Overblood. He's totally what? talking about Overblood. Overblood? No. Yeah. I was like, this sounds... Because you, you swore it was a PS1 game, and Overblood was the only thing I could think of, unless you were talking about Project Overkill, and that was not an RPG. That was like an action game. This one wasn't an RPG. Well, you said he was like wandering around. He lost his memory... Like a, well, he was walk, he's just walking around like a space station. Yeah, and I'm like, well, if it's not a PC game, then the the choices are limited. No, it was a it was a PC game. I was mistaken, but I, I just remember the character. Bioforge. Holy shit. That's yep. a game I haven't thought of in a long time. Alright, well two humans up. Um you know, I, I still like that game. I I the, the the reaction of Anthony was priceless when he found out that all the con, combat was done on the right stick. The right stick, yeah. Like, you, you're you in for something, dude, because, yeah, you cannot attack with the face buttons at all. Nope. It's fucking awful. It's all really, attacks are done with the right stick. It's really not. It's done better than any other game has done it. And there's been a lot of games that have done it badly. Who remembers that first-party Jet Li game for the PlayStation 2? No one, because... It- you used use the, the right, right stick. stick for... You wouldn't remember Too Human. It wasn't a bunch of controversies. Oh, I like Too Human. I think it's no, a good video out. game. I, I legitimately do. There, There's a lot to that game that I really enjoyed, and I actually beat it. Yes, there are a lot of issues with that game, but I legitimately like that game. And, and the joke... That was loud. The, the joke... of Anarchy are at my door. Yeah, the joke is totally acceptable. Um, about, you know, you're not doing it right. And that's not your fault, it's the game's fault, because it never teaches you what you're supposed to do in that game. But if you go into the menus and look at how to play the game, it is super fucking fun. 
It's actually very intuitive. Yeah, like there's a lot of combos that you can do with the right stick that you need to do to play that game, and the game never fucking teaches you how to Tells do it. Tells you. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Enjoy it. I like that game. Um, well, we're just doing it for a single episode, so. That's cool. I mean, it's a long game. We, yeah, it's a long game. We're not going to finish. I'd say three hours in. So you'll probably finish like right. Act 1. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, you get what that game is at that point, but I like that game. I'm glad it's free for everybody to now just go play it. So. But that's it for the show this week. I'm going to go order some pizza, man, watch some football. I am shocked that my Raiders are winning in London by a lot. Oh, they got the London games this one? Yeah, they're, I expected them to be dominated, and they're up 17 nothing at halftime. Against who? The Bears. Oh, yeah, I did not expect that in any respect. <laughs> so maybe it'd be a good day, but then again, my team is really good about throwing the game in the second half. So my good is re- my team's really good, just sucking. So yeah, I don't understand how with you get the best receiver in football and you still can't win because our quarterback is getting to the point where he's not very good anymore. Yeah, those guys are all old now, right? Like him and Roethlisberger and Eli. Like he's the only one still playing. Carson Palmer was in that class. He's been retired. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's enough for this week. We out. We'll be back next week with a million more video games. Pace Spectrum. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.